On tonight's episode of the Gamecasters, we talk about all the games we've been playing recently, we play another game for you all, and then we end the show soothingly with our top five relaxing games. Stay tuned. Episode 51 of the Gamecasters, the show that when you Google it has synonyms like substandard, unsatisfactory, inferior, flatulent, and please God, no! Yes, we are over the hill now, our 51st episode. Have we aged like a fine wine or more like the beeper? You know, the few obviously insane people who still have us wear us on the belt of their jean shorts, defending us to everyone that we're making a comeback, even though we're completely obsolete and useless. Technology is cyclical. Yep, I was waiting <laughs> the for that. The fanny pack came a com- had a comeback. What did? The fanny pack is co- having a comeback. The fanny pack comeback? Yeah. No, it did Maybe not. we are the fanny pack. Are we the fanny pack of the, <laughs> yeah. of the podcasting universe? Yeah, over the hill. I like that. Yeah, yeah, we're over the hill, 51. In this 51st episode, which we apologized for last episode, (laughs) we're doing things a little different. If episode 50 was the all-night rager, then episode 51 is the hangover the next day. (laughs) If episode 50 was February 2020, where everything was great and people with exposed faces were dancing in the streets and regaling at how they could go anywhere they wanted without restriction... Then episode 51 is the social distancing mandate mask covering lockdown nightmare. If episode 50 was a meet and greet with your favorite celebrity, then episode 51 is a disciplinary Zoom call with your boss. (laughs) If episode 50 was free high quality porn for life, then episode 51 is Tuesday afternoon at a strip club. (laughs) 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 Can you imagine going to a strip club at Tuesday afternoon? No. I don't. I don't. I, although, I don't need to, be to honest, imagine. I don't think no. I can imagine going to a strip club. I don't go to strip clubs. Yeah. I, I went to I, a strip club one time. Naked girls are great. honestly the only, <laughs> the only time I've been to a strip club is for like like bachelor parties. Yeah. 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 Me too. And, and I'm like, no. And one time the I was I, 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 I might even Dave's I think or Joe's and the, like the Olympics was on and I was like watching <laughs> the Olympics Phelps, more Phelps. than I was like <laughs> yeah. what, I don't know. It was, that does sound great. Yeah. Well, you have to buy drinks. Like there's like a two drink minimum. I don't drink anyway. Yeah, that's true. So dumb. I went in Canada when we, before I was twenty one, and you can't, you know, you go over there to drink. Did um, you go to like Chippendales, like no, the dude one? Cheetahs. No, I went to the girl one. Oh, or, Cheetah. You went to the girl one, like where there's girls. <laughs> oh, okay. The girl, the girl one. one. It's next to the, the guy girl one. one. Yeah. The guy one's next door. All the, the bars closed at two, and then the Across strip the club was still one. open, and we went there. And I remember I was just like, I don't like this. <laughs> like, I'm hotter than all these. I thought I was like cool enough to go to a strip club, and I was like, nah. I don't want <laughs> no, to I'm not, I'm not cool. Did you have a compulsion to take off your own clothes? Definitely not. Me neither. It was winter. <laughs> Is that a thing? I'm like, maybe that's not a thing. I don't know. Anyway, what's up with you guys? What's been going on, Jeff? Oh, it's me. Yeah. Okay, I got to tell you about this documentary I watched. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a shockumentary? It. So it's on HBO. Okay. So if you watch, you need to you need to watch this thing. Okay. It's called Class Action Park. Class Action Park. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. So I haven't heard of this. The, so it's it's there was a park in New Jersey in the eighties from like eighty to eighty five, eighty six called Action Park. Okay. So that's where the name comes okay. from. Class Action class Park. Action so you might be park. able to like a class action lawsuit. Yeah. So okay, it might fill in some of the blanks. Yeah, yeah. But so it's this water park that this this millionaire during the eighties he was like in, invested in stocks and had tons of money. Bought this huge land. I think it was like a ski resort before and made this water park. And the water park was, it's, it's insane. It would be like if you just threw Roller Coaster Tycoon into a water park and just made your own rides. They had, I don't want to spoil like all the rides, but they had a, 
a water slide with a loop-de-loop. It was just what? go down and you loop-de-looped around and shot out of it. <laughs> this It was the most unsafe park ever. I've never even heard of it. Wow. So this whole documentary goes so somebody into- Somebody died. Uh, six people. <laughs> oh, six man. people at this park have died in that six years. On the loop-de-loop of death? Not the loop-de-loop, but oh. they did say, so as they were testing this loop-de-loop, because they didn't have engineers that really make these rides, they just had like people who were like, this would be cool. Hey, Steve, and, can you design a <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They, had, they hired a whole bunch of teenagers, so it's like teenagers are working in this park. So imagine all the stupid teenagers you've ever met in the 1980s are now running this park, essentially. And I've had a lot of stupid teenagers in the 1980s. When you were a kid. The the boss, the guy who owned the park, he would just give the guys $100 to go down this thing and test it before they opened it. What? They said they had to open up this this, uh, loop-de-loop water slide and pull, like, teeth out of the padding. If you were too light, you went, like... You didn't go all the way around enough. If you were too heavy, you hit the side of it. was 100 bucks? You had to be, like, the perfect weight and height to go through this thing well unscathed they had this they had this thing that was it was almost like a cement luge that went downhill for what seemed like miles and you sat on it with like a plastic sled with a stopper and you just flew down and this just luge. no this one had no water this was a cement <laughs> ride and it was like sounds like a hillbilly people park. just flew off it all the time you'd uh, they, they would show people around the park and they would just be like Maimed. concrete burns <laughs> all over oh their body and it would be like God. some badge of honor you wore as some teenager so how did these people die um, one died flying off the cement luge okay. and hit their head on rocks and died. Wow. Two people well, drown. first? I mean, what yeah. <laughs> Two people drown in the wave pool. <gasps> Wait, how, what? I almost yeah. feel, is that the park's fault? <laughs> uh, what? All of it's the park's fault. <laughs> yeah. It is It is. Wait, insane. so like the wave pool had an undertow? Oh, no, the wave pool like, was them? like a tsunami pool. They just called the wave pool. <laughs> I was like, you and probably can't have, touch like, the bottom. They didn't have restrictions of how many people could be in the wave pool, so it was just like a massive yeah, amount of people like in the wave no pool. And then it just... Go, yeah. So people get trampled to death. It is insane. So... I don't want to go through every single ride, but yeah. it's just like... I kind of want you to. You have to... I'll tell you later. <laughs> we'll you have to watch this. It's an hour and a half. It is worth it. The beginning is... I was just laughing at how ridiculous these rides were. It, it, it was like... So So did they uh, get sued? Or is there oh, a class, they got sued. class action? They got sued all the time. Yeah. So what happened, every time this guy got sued, he had so much money that he was like, I'm going to make you go to trial. He never settled. And he made people spend all their money to go to trial. Oh, and then horrible. he just wouldn't pay him. He'd be like, you're going to have to send the U.S. Marshal to my door and I'll pay you. What? Oh, yeah. It was, it's insane. So, so this watch is, is it. this like the new Tiger King? This is like Tiger King in the water I don't know park? if it's going to be that. Like, is it crazy? It's crazy. It just gets more, every time they explain a ride, you're like, why how is, is that a, okay? Why is it always a and, park? But also, like, yeah. why would you, like, go get a plastic sled, go on the cement, <laughs> and sit at the top and think, I think I'll be okay. Because you're, you're probably a I would teenager. be like, hell no, or you, I'm not doing you this. assume, like, People have tested this. Exactly. I'm going to be all right. And that's what this documentary said is like the best theme parks, the rides look scary, but they're safe. Mm-hmm. This thing, they look right. scary and they're, and they're dangerous. Scary. Yeah, but like other theme parks, like you don't you don't have to think like this has probably been tested because they go overboard with the safety. Yeah, they did you know? not. They just paid those guys $100 to go on every ride to, make, to see if people would die or not. And then they tweaked it from there. <laughs> oh like, well, you guys didn't die yet. So we'll yeah. just keep going until it someone was, does. It was nuts. So check it out it's called class action class park. action yeah. park insane nuts. at first yeah, when you said an hour park i was like okay this is gonna be some leslie nope type thing not water park of doom <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Water park of doom. wow yeah okay wow so that's, that's been going on Do we have hbo anymore we might have gotten rid of no, that. No, I think we got rid of it. Oh, maybe it's worth well, it. Maybe, maybe it's worth it, it for just yeah, how long? How long is it? It's an hour and a half. So it's, it's not like one, some, it's just like yes, one. It's quick not thing. some like six part thing. Just an hour and a half quick documentary. That sounds insane. It's insane. Insane in the membrane. I want to. I want to know it. I want to. I want to watch yeah. it. 
I want to know it. I want to know you it. You want to nope it? I want to let go there and meet the guy and just find out what makes him tick. I want to know. Maybe he's dead. He's dead. He is? The guy who bought the, the park 80s. died. Yeah. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> That's not that long ago. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he, he was died. a millionaire back then. He was well, like Well, that was the 80s, you know. Yeah. I mean, everyone's dead that was alive in the 80s. So, yeah, he's dead. But, okay. yeah, it's hey, well, <laughs> I'm going to go dig up his body. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Natalie, what have you been doing? You did something today. Um, I played golf today. Oh, for the first time, huh? Nope. Oh. I've been golfing all summer long. Yeah, you have. Um, didn't play that well, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to tell you the one funny Frankie thing. That oh, happened. Frankie story. Let's hear. Let's hear a story about the dweeb. So <laughs> it was not her getting mad, <laughs> although she did throw a club once. Um, <laughs> Ooh. She did. Today? Hey, Frankie. Yeah. She threw a club today? Yep. Well, let's hear that story. That sounds pretty great. Oh, she was just hitting just mad and threw bad it. over and over, and she just go, went, oh, and just like chucked it across. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> that's normal. Oh, yeah. wait, okay. That's okay. normal on the golf I got a course. Couple. Okay, so the Frankie thing. So she's like... I can't believe the, that wasn't the Frankie thing. She was like the newer golfer <laughs> out of all of us, you know, and, and it's like hilarious. Like, remember I told you that one time she started, ta- she took like one golf lesson and she was trying to like tell me <laughs> what to do <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like today... Oh, <laughs> uh, we go, we go and we're playing like a par three, and she like pars it, and I'm like I'm like, did you get a par? Wow, good job! And she was just like, yep, like almost like standing there like, yeah, like, that's right. Well, I would get, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it wasn't a birdie. <laughs> but this golf course had these golf carts, and that's weird. there there was like these little like TVs <laughs> on the front of them that like showed you like a picture of each hole and what you know, so you can like know what to expect. If there's like water, the mouth, if there's the a dog ears, leg. The <laughs> Oh my, oh each God. hole that's what ryan was referring to the holes uh, of the so, body but one anyways it had this like gps thing on it there's even and two it, in the nose and it had rules on where you can drive the golf cart and if it if you went somewhere you weren't supposed to go yeah it would lo- it wouldn't let you drive it well, how could like you a leave jack? what if you were in yeah, a spot you couldn't be in you had to reverse it it wouldn't let you go forward do you have to put the thing down no listen you have to flip it i think it was like this par three where it was like you have to stay on the golf or on the cart path and so my dad, like one tire, like while he's driving, like slightly goes off the cart path and it the cart just stops and we can't move what? forward. Okay. What's this place to, called? I'm never going reverse, there. Yeah. You had to reverse. Driving the cart is half it, the fun. And yeah, then like go. Terrible. Or like this one part was like near some trees and it's like, you're near the woods. Reverse, reverse. Oh, it tells oh, you beforehand? Gosh. Yeah. It's like, it's like beep, beep, beep. And you look up there and it's like, you're near a wooded area. I'll bet Re- it's some lady named Martha in a room who's like watching every <laughs> golf cart. They boop, yeah. you're too close, Natalie. And so my dad, so like Kyle was like, I don't like these golf <laughs> my dad was like well, there's this one he's like one time i was here golfing and he's like it wouldn't let me go forward so i had to reverse all the way back to the carpet there was like a cross like, isn't that more dangerous oh my god i would not never dangerous. go in there isn't that insane i'm never going to that place. i've That's never crazy. heard of that before. this is class action golf cart yeah, yeah it's called the uh, whispering willows not going <laughs> it's in they're not getting my business <laughs> just running it down the one time it's i golf a, a year nice is not gonna be cart, there but it's like those or it's like a nice golf course but that those is golf crazy. Are crazy yeah that sounds pretty nuts <laughs> Holy cow. Jeff, yes, sir. I'm raising my hand. I got uh-huh. something. Let's hear it. I wanted to finish off some mean tweets from last time. Oh, we got oh, more. Yeah. I have a couple that we didn't read. You know, we were long last episode. So I just I wanted to read them because I thought they were they were good. So Bef- I'm just going to read them for all of us. Before he starts, <laughs> we were talking about it after the show and just laughing because they were all really yeah. funny. Yeah. They were. Albeit a little bit hurtful. <laughs> and Jeff read a few of us to us from Jerry because Jerry sent... Jerry sent a thousand. Yeah, so many all more. the time. And I'm like, man, these are like, these are even yeah. so much funnier, I feel like. So uh, hopefully, hopefully so they're in here. These are, I think all of these are from Jerry. 
All the, <laughs> all the leftovers are from yeah. Jerry. Well, yeah, because I just want to do. Yeah, I just want to do one for each of us. Oh yeah. So. Here's more mean tweets about okay, us. Okay, let's hear it. Jeff keeps referring to his students and his club. They're <laughs> prostitutes, Jeff. Just because you teach them games doesn't change the situation. <laughs> Here's a good one. This is for all of us. Oh, God. I love inclusiveness, class, and equity in podcasts that I listen to. Like that episode where Ryan described Natalie's menstrual period as blood rage. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the very first ever board game... Association station. Didn't he yeah. tell you that specifically? He did, yeah. He's like, he was like, I don't think I listened to y'all's podcast at all, other than that one time that you mentioned Blood Rage as <laughs> Natalie's menstrual cycle, yeah. and I laughed real hard. <laughs> yeah, that still might be the only one he's ever listened That's to. Really yeah. So this is a conversation between me and my grandchild, apparently. So okay. the child says, Grandpa, what did you used to do for fun? Jeff, I was the third wheel on a mediocre board game podcast. <laughs> the child says, is that why you can't go within 100 yards of a school? <laughs> And then the last one for all of us. Listening to the game casters is like playing Splendor. I don't play Splendor. <laughs> oh, that was the one I that remember you read. So that was that, that was from so Jerry. Funny. He's to knock us down a peg on episode oh fifty one. Gosh. Uh, so here at the Game Casters podcast, we try our best to be more than just the two bit podcast that only Jim Gamer <laughs> listens to. Yeah, and even now you're in our heads, Jim. That was man, he went after us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of those mean tweets and the ones that Jeff just read which were just so good. I spent the afternoon in the park feeding the pigeons. I guess they all flew west for the winter. And I just had some thoughts <laughs> that I wanted to share with you people. That's from Michael Scott, just so you know. <laughs> oh, okay. I wrote down some things I wanted to share with you. Nestor, you wrote a book and put a fist on the cover, which explains why all the Amazon reviews start with the word disappointed. Boom, roasted. <laughs> Mr. Measles, I never told you, but your nickname was originally created as it was the first disease I said I'd rather have than playing games with you ever again. Boom, <laughs> oh roasted. C.P. Wilson, Chris, I found the receipt from the agency you paid to farm your Instagram followers, and the listed charge just said sadness fee. Boom, <laughs> oh roasted. Miss French Toast, I might disappoint Natalie in bed, but no, I don't. Shut up, liar. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> the McMeeples. Your Instagram name is The McMeeples. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> Jeremy from the Board Game Snobs. The only thing bigger than your delusions of grandeur is the library of photos on your computer of you and Enrique cuddling. Boom. Roasted. Jeremy? And Jim Gamer. I don't know what's longer. The flight from Michigan to the UK or the amount of time Jeff and I had to spend editing your mean tweets into complete sentences. Boom. Roasted. Oh, yeah. man. All right, everybody. All right. You know we kid. You guys are the reason that I went into the podcasting biz in the first place. So good night. God bless. God bless America. And get home safe. I nice. honestly just almost did. I almost, when I was writing these, I almost just said, Nestor, shut up. Boom. Roasted. Yeah, boom. Jim Gamer, shut up. Boom. Roasted. Mr. Measles, all the way shut your face. Boom. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just did that. That was great. Was. Payback. Yeah. Payback's a payback for the thing that we told you to yeah. do to us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, you're going to uh, roast us like we asked you to? Well, get well, ready to get burned back. <laughs> That was good. I like oh, that you called man. him Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, calls he always me messes Brian. up. Yeah. He calls, what did he call Natalie? Regina. Regina. <laughs> yeah. It's Brian and Regina. Brian and We're here, Brian and Regina and Jeffrey. I, just, I posted, I posted a, I made a post on Instagram not too long ago, and it said, um, like three things I like are my most favorite things in life. Number three oh, was yeah. marrying Natalie. Number two is being a father. Yep. And number one, one was seeing the notification that said your package is out for yeah. delivery. And, and, and Jerry. I'm, I'm guessing it was Jerry because Gabby is super kind and nice. Yeah, it was not <laughs> amazing. I, I think J Jerry wrote a comment and just said, "Who's Natalie?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh, man. <laughs> exactly. That's his like That's joke funny. for me. 
Yeah. He was well, like, yeah. it wasn't in my, like... Yeah, like, you most... don't exist. It's yeah. just Jeff talking it's in Jeff a high-tech yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. That is so funny. That is so funny. Um, so, uh, we have also, other than just creating and hearing more mean tweets, we have also <laughs> been playing some board games. Yep. Occasionally. Which is, actually, I think, if I think about it, that was probably the reason the podcast was created in the first place. <laughs> I think so. to talk about games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and not just have, like, a, a diss battle going back and forth, like Biggie and Tupac. A diss <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that one song. Yeah. Hit Ryan, him up. Yeah, Ryan made me listen to it a few months ago. Wow. I made her. <laughs> you sit down, you I listen to this, down, you yeah. understand? Yeah, Open your ears. Like, I held her ear canals He's open. like, girl, you gotta hear <laughs> with this. tweezers. This is the biggest diss you'll ever hear in your life. I didn't say it that <laughs> dorky. <laughs> and if you don't I know, it, now you know. <laughs> Natalie, what are you doing? <laughs> What's happening to this podcast? I don't know. I played I some games know. recently. Okay, good. Let's talk about that, because that seems slightly off color. All right, Jeff, what have you, what have you been playing, man? So I got to tell you about this documentary called Class Action Park. It's just so good. I can't stop talking about it. Anyway, no, no. So I played a gorgeous game that you guys just acquired as well called Tang Garden. Yeah. So Tang Garden is like Thundergriff slash Lucky Duck, depending on like publisher who you're getting oh, okay. it from. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've I was just Lucky Duck. For yeah, me. I've learned some like things where it's regionally different games. Yep. Get pu- well, published distributors, and sent, yeah. right? It's some yeah some distributors so, will. Yep. Um, and this, I would say, I'm going to speak for you guys. This game obviously caught my attention and probably your attention with just the components. Oh, yeah. The, 100%. I didn't know anything about the game. And you just look at it and you're like, holy you're like, moly, Pretty. I need to know about this game. So it's beautiful. And I got it to the table. So Devin and I played it. And in Tang Garden, you are building a garden, shockingly, <laughs> by placing garden tiles and beautiful decorations in the garden. Yeah. I like making gardens. Then yeah. you're gonna like Who, this. Then game. you're gonna like this game. <laughs> so on your turn, Jeff has in store for you. <laughs> on your turn, Natalie, you literally choose one of those two things. You either place a garden tile or you place a decoration. It's that simple. Those are the two actions that you can pick in your turn. These are big tiles, right? So no. Oh, they're small. They're small. Are they like Carcassonne, like Carcassonne size tiles? Oh, okay. I there is. They um, are they like Carpe Diem size? Oh, that's small. I'm gonna go he with Carcassonne. I'm gonna go with Carcassonne yeah, he already size said they were Carcassonne tiles. size. Do you not listen to the man? I just don't. It's just me talking hype his book. Jeff's arguing with himself like yeah. Gollum in Lord of the Rings. He's like, be quiet, Natalie. So, anyways, yeah. <laughs> I'll stop it. No, you won't. I, I like golfing. <laughs> yeah. So, when you choose a tile, so think of Carcassonne. If you've ever played Carcassonne, you're trying to match up similar things. So, just like that, when you place a tile, you want to match the surrounding terrain. So, there's three types of terrain there's water, and there's forest, and then there's mountain. Soil. So those are the three mountain, water, forest, and, and forest. soil. Yeah, <laughs> that's Silt. great. Topsoil, <laughs> detritus. <laughs> what game are we talking about? Tang, this is Tang Garden. Garden. So, Tangalangus. Um, and why you'd want to place that? So every time you match a terrain tile with the tile that you place, you immediately move up on a track on your little player board, and your player board just has three tracks, and it's the three tracks of those. Terrain types that's of all those that's little on your player board, just the yeah, tracks. That's it, and they're okay. just three tracks, and they move from left to right, and you move them up every time you match one of the sides. Mm. Um, so you could actually match like a forest and a mountain in the same if you have the, and you move the right both, tile, both and you, then you move both of them up, and you also then get to move another one up uh, if you in fully enclose one of the areas. Oh, I got you. So if you okay. make a complete circle forest or whatever, you enclose that area, you then get to move up an additional. So one. hypothetically, you would be moving that up two times. Yeah, you could move you, the same one up twice. Because if you're enclosing something, you're also playing yes, a tile exactly. of that terrain. So yeah, so you could, I think the most, I think three three times I moved up um, a, like one green and then two of the mountains. So you move them up. But 
yeah i don't think we ever got like one where you moved it up like four times yeah. like something crazy yeah. but yeah two or three times for sure pretty much every okay um, every tile you placed cool or you can uh choose to put a decoration on the board so there's this stack of cards and each card is a different decoration and you draw two plus the number of tiles that are face down but that's not whatever so you draw some tile you draw some cards and you get to pick which decoration you want to put on the board and each decoration are thing there's things like trees and fish and birds and and these um these very cool uh, bridges, like, oh, okay. and then there are, are like these. Pagodas or something? Yeah, they're kind of they're um, pavilions. pavilions. They call them pavilions. Okay. So yeah, those are like those are the things you're going to see in like every picture in this game, and they're awesome looking. <laughs> they're sweet looking. So you get to put them there, cool. and they each have a specific spot on the board that they can go. So pavilions can only go on like this part of the land, and and obviously fish have to go in the water. So you right. have to have that Bridges tile on the soil. Yeah, <laughs> you have to have the that worms tile go in the soil. <laughs> the worm decoration. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's Earthworm. fish, there's yeah. worms. <laughs> it goes in the soil. <laughs> so you have to make sure that you have that tile out there in order to place it. Um, if you end up drawing something that you can't put out on the board, you're just kind of stuck. But what does getting a decoration happened. do for you? So the decorations all at the end of the game are going to uh, score differently. So uh -huh. you want like to be able to put out different trees. So for every different set of trees you put out, you get points. You want to put a bird and a fish. So every pair of bird and fish you put out, you get points. Whoever has the most pavilions at the end of the game get points. You get points for bridges just separately. Oh, so these are all so, components you have in your own color? Yeah, so I'm I'm like picking I'm picking a decoration and on the card it said place a pavilion. So I put the card in front of me and then I place the pavilion on oh, the Oh I see. So, so you're the card indicates track by yes. The card. the card okay. indicates that I have placed these decorations and then those will get points at That's the end cool. of the game. Um and what's what I my favorite thing about the game is you start with a character, you start with a character card and the character card has, there's two different things. So one, you get in-game power or in-game abilities for that character. So I start with one card and a little tiny mini and I might get an extra dollar every time I place a forest tile or I might okay. get an extra dollar every time I put down a, a fish decoration. Oh, okay. So every time I do that, I get a point. I get bonus points during the game. And now while you're moving those tracks up, as you move the tracks up, once they reach a certain point, you get a new character. So you draw a new character from the deck or you can take from the face up ones. And now you have two characters in front of you and you immediately need to place one onto the board and then keep one in front of you. Mm. So you lose their... The their power, their power yeah. but when they're on the board, they're going to score you points at the end of the game. Oh, that's cool. So they're always, it's always doing something for it's you. It's doing something for you. Yeah. So there might be a time which I really liked where, all right, I'm not going to be placing many more tiles on the board. Let me get rid of this guy. And now this person gets me one for placing decorations. And I want to do that more in the next five turns before I maybe get another one. So you end up, Devin and I, I think both had maybe four, four or five people that we controlled mm -hmm. either on, on our in our player sheet or on the board. Okay. And um, the game ends once uh, one of the stacks of tiles runs out. There's four different tiles, one for each of the uh, terrain types that are like focused on. So like if you grab a tile from the green stack, it's going to have forest on it and possibly something else. And then there's like a wild pile. Um, that rhymed. Wild pile. I know, yeah, I know. wild pile. Like a wild, and then, wild pile. Or, or you put out all of the the majority of these uh, like panoramic landscape tiles that sit on the side of the board, like Ooh. standing up on the side of the board. So there are small like little circle tiles that go throughout the um, the main board where you're placing the, I know it's like there's garden tiles and landscape tiles. So the garden tiles, um, as soon as you place it on one of these spots, you then get to put a big panoramic sort of picture on the side of the board. Um, oh, that, those, those little holes. In yeah, the, the holes on the side that. of the board. Cool. It's it's better visualized if you are like, what the hell is he talking about? Just go and like look at pictures. It'll make more sense. Yeah, um, like mm -hmm. the game pictures. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and what what is cool is, so when you place one of the characters on the board, the character is going to score points for whatever it sees. So they're all like seeing oh, like things. Line so of sight stuff? Line of sight stuff straight. Oh, and, then it, and then it looks at all the panoramic tiles facing that way. So when you put your character on the board, you have to orient it a certain way. Wow. To get it to either, all right, I needed this to face a bunch of forest tiles and I want it to look at landscape with animals in well, that's it. another dimension of strategy um yeah so it's kind of cool and you can also like um you can try to put things in other people's line of sight so it doesn't you know so they don't get as many points or try to add it to yours uh so let me tell you some things i really liked okay okay first of all i enjoyed it it's gorgeous the art is like just so cool it's yeah. so cool to just see on the table and it was fun to place everything on the board it was fun to take that pavilion and put it on the board mm. it was fun to take our character and like put them in the pavilion so like one of the spots the characters can stand was in the pavilion so it was like you can put them on the bridge in the pavilion so That's that was, cool. yeah, yeah, was really cool kind of like open on the one yeah, side yeah it's open on the one side yeah. and you can face in whatever direction looking out so i really love that i think that it's i wouldn't call it a medium weight game i would probably call it like a light to medium light medium weight game and just because the rules are so simple um, it's pretty easy going and it only takes, it took Devin and I an hour to explain it. Easy going. Would you say relaxing? I would. Oh. I might say relaxing. Interesting. Later. Interesting. Who oh. knows? Okay. We'll see. So I also like that it plays, it played quick back and forth between Devin and I. So my turn took a couple minutes and then her turn took a couple minutes. So it wasn't like we were sitting there for a very long time thinking. I also just really usually enjoy tile laying games for some reason. Yeah. Tile laying I games like yeah. tile laying city building. I just kind of like, cause then you get to, you start with nothing. The board is white. Yeah. And you are adding now these like colorful tiles and you're seeing something kind of create, which is really cool. Sure. I loved, like I said earlier, the character cards. I thought there was a cool dynamic of when to get rid of a character and put it on the board to score points, when to keep it, um, which also then influenced what tracks you wanted to move up. Oh, maybe maybe I could place this yellow one to get a character card, but I don't want one right now because I like this power. So let me put the green one to then. Oh, because you can only have one at one, one time. Yes, because as soon as I get another one, I, can, I have to put the other board. one out. Yeah. So I liked that dynamic a lot. There was really only one thing that I didn't like about it and i thought the iconography was not clear um so the character cards are the majority of where the icons are so for the character card there's like a top and a bottom the top says their in-game power so it says you get one extra dollar for placing a forest tile and the bottom one says you get one point at the end of the game for it being in line with as many decorations as possible and that's not clear at all it's not clear because on the card all the, the icons are black and white, and on the board, everything is colorful. Sure. There was specifically these, these panoramic landscape tiles that you put around the board have these two, two icons on them, one or two icons on them, and they're small circles, and they are colorful on the panoramic things. And a lot of the people need to look at certain directions and look at certain tiles, but they're black and white on the card. So I found myself looking at the card and then trying to just like hold them up to the, the panoramic tile just to see which one I need to and look now at. And you're giving away. And it's, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, well, that's like public, but it was just oh, kind okay. of annoying having to go, all right, is this the one that I need? They got they break the immersion made this, Yeah, made this color. Why didn't they and do then, that, I wonder? I don't know if it was just it, like an artistic choice or something, yeah. but that was a, a little annoying. production to begin with. Was, yeah. What that did was, Devin think? Devin really liked it. Cool. Devin, like, sh- I asked her halfway through and she was like, I'm having fun like i really like it and yeah. she would want to play it again i bet if i like brought it out this week she would want to play it again. all right let me ask you this cool. is it would it be less fun because if the components weren't as awesome as they are um i would yeah i would think so I, if it was just like little tokens or yeah. everything was tokens or um the characters were just like cubes or something like that yeah i would think it wouldn't be as appealing but it's not you know uh-huh. it, it the 
the yep. board is the tiles are beautiful. They're, I guess they're that nice was thick a, tiles. A silly way. But no, of but asking if the gameplay holds up. Yes, I, I would say so. I wouldn't have as high regards for it if it wasn't as good looking. Sure. Okay. Um, but with that being said, it is that good looking, and I would I want to keep playing. Yeah, I mean that was yeah got to be why part it, of a marketing ploy for one, yeah, which absolutely. gets you in. Then when you're in, yeah. you're in. Yeah, and I thought that there's enough there for me to keep playing it. I would like to play it with four. I might pick it on next game night because it's only an hour to see how it goes and if you know is there different strategy for placing the characters on the board. Devin had one character that really kind of helped her win, um, where. This character had to be just looking in a direction, and then if if she saw somebody else, another a certain another certain character in her line of sight, she lost her points, and that character just didn't come out. Oh, um, I see. It had to be a specific. It person. had to be a specific. Yeah, like yeah. if if the emperor is looking at the empress, he's going to lose points or so something. So if you saw so, the emperor, you could have taken it to then put it right in her. Yes, line and of sight. I would have. Yeah, because then you know that gives takes a little points away from her, and so, yeah, sure. But that didn't come up. There there are abilities or powers that you can look through the deck and pick that one but i wasn't too concerned with it but yeah i i really enjoyed it i would say i i think you guys will like it because it's just i feel like it's relaxing it's, yeah. it's an easy game to, yeah. to I'm play in, i'm excited about that yeah and i think that game. i'm thinking that because you guys sometimes play games with people who are just getting into the hobby yeah i think that it could be a game that attracts people to the table and then like Frankie and Kyle might really like this game. We almost um, pulled it out then, yeah. and we almost pulled it out yesterday. We had yeah, like and I two. Think, yeah, it was. Yeah, there was a couple different times. It was just I felt like I didn't have time to learn it, even though it probably doesn't take that long. It doesn't, but right. but again, it's like twenty minutes is still twenty minutes. Yeah, to like sit yeah, down yeah, and do exactly. it. Exactly. But yeah, that's Tang Garden, Sweet. Lucky Duck. I would I would look into it, especially if you're if you're playing with easygoing gamers and want something light that's also just like beautiful and you like taking pictures for Instagram and <laughs> yeah because it's all over Instagram that's yeah, right it is because it it's just such a nice looking game sweet yeah. man awesome so, okay. what about you guys you guys been well some stuff. before we get into that let's take a little oh. commercial break oh. and when we come back I'll talk about a game so hot it ranked a 12 out of 10 on the Emma Watson scale are you classy do you have high standards for the board games that you play well if you are then you're missing out because you should be listening to the board game snobs. I know right now I would be much rather be listening to the board game snobs. I know because I'm the co-host, the star of the show. This is Jerry. And yet I take my time to do these little infomercials for the game casters to help them out. But when I'm not doing these, I am doing my podcast, The Board Game Snobs, which directs you to the finest board games on the market and also helps you to look down upon the dribble and the other mediocre, trashy board games that are commonly touted on by other uh, lesser-known board game podcasts. If that's something that you're interested in, then... Go find us wherever you listen to uh, your podcast at, because that's where we'll be. Providing quality entertainment and banter just for you. Oh, and, and we're also a member of the of the uh that that the Gateway Network. Gatewaynetwork.com, which is where you'll find uh other lesser known media podcasts and things of that nature. Anyways. Board game snobs. It's what you want. Board game snobs. 
as my hose continues to unkink and the games oh. continue to torrent through it like the opening day of the vendor hall at pre-apocalyptic Gen Con, what more appropriate <laughs> game to choose to talk about than that of one where the goal of the game is to create long snakes. In Coatl, you're working to build three different feathered snakes, which is actually what Coatl means. You're building them with different colored plastic sections to satisfy pattern requirements of cards. Essentially, there's a board in the middle of the table, and it's just filled with these pieces, either a head or a tail or a bunch of body parts. They come in five different colors, and on your turn, you either take body part pieces and put them on your player board, your player board or you draw cards into your hand, and these cards have requirements on them, or you are building your coatles and playing cards onto them. So once someone has fully built their third coatle, everyone else will get one more turn and the game will end and you'll total up your score. It's a really simple sounding game that has more thought and decision space than you might think at first. Um, each coatle must be comprised of a head, at least one body part, and a tail. But there's no limit to the amount of body parts a single coatle can have. Uh, however, you can only play at most four cards onto one coatle. So if you spend your entire game building out one enormous one, you're just not going to score the points necessary to win because you can only play four cards on them. Um, uh, so the cards have requirements, like I said, and those are like blue, yellow, blue, you know, like sections in a row that you yeah. have to satisfy. If you have one instance in your quaddle of blue, yellow, blue, you will score three points. If you have two instances of it, you'll maybe score six points. Each card has a different requirement, but they're really mostly just the same, you know, as that. They're just like different color requirements that have different you know, values on them. Um, that's basically the entire gist of the game. You're trying to take pieces from the board that work with the cards that you have in your hand, that you're trying to build your coatles in such a way to maximize your score, but you're also trying to build them as quickly as you can to end the game so your opponents don't have time to then do that. Um, so that's it for the rule. I mean, things I liked about it, the game, as Jeff talked about in Tang Garden, this game is beautiful. And it has really, really cool table presence, these like plastic... Yeah, the pieces. plastic, and they, yeah. like, interlock, sort They're of. Like yeah. Yeah, they They're, like, linked up, and then you can, like, you know, like... Wiggle like, it around. Yeah, wiggle it around like a little wiggly snake. Wiggly <laughs> it's really cool. Wiggly it was the main wankers. reason. <laughs> yeah, the wiggly wankers. Yeah. It was the main reason I wanted the game when I first saw it, just like when I saw Tangard, and you mm -hmm. just, you know, you see that, and you're like, I want to know more about yep. this game. Uh, building your coatles is, is really inherently fun because of that, you know, where it would lose some fun factor if it wasn't if it was just tiles because it could just be tiles that you're taking and yep. you know matching up together um but that's boring but that's boring yep. the pieces go together in this linked way that when you build one it just looks like because it's like 3d you know what i mean it just looks really it looks awesome you just want to like everybody every time somebody would build one i would just kind of look at it and be like oh your colors are sweet in yours because there's five different yeah. colors and you're building them in all these multicolor different ways or kyle just built one all that black. was all black and it just looked cool and yeah. then this other one was just green and yellow and that looked really cool yeah uh, <laughs> uh, again all that stuff has no bearing at all on the gameplay um but like jeff just said <laughs> it's, it, like it's boring without that you know what i mean but that <laughs> yeah. so it makes me have fun playing the game where i wouldn't if it was just tiles um, it's really fun trying to eke out as many points as you possibly can from one coatle. And it's the kind of stress I enjoy while I'm looking down at my one coatle and I'm like, oh my God, I haven't even started my second coatle. And Natalie and Kyle are already on their second. Frankie's starting her third. And I, I'm only on this one. I'm getting a lot of points from it, but I still have to like, oh my God, I got to move, you know? And I like that kind of stress because you can see what everyone else is doing and everyone else is looking at what you're doing. Um, I, I really enjoyed that part of the game. The game itself is light. It's abstract. It's in that like Azul weight class. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's original okay. Azul. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I would, I would say it's in any of Zool weight class. I mean, there's not like, yeah, they're they're all pretty much similar. You know what I mean? But it, yeah, okay. Original Zool, that's fine. It's a good filler, um, and a great game to play with nons or mm-hmm. even with your family. You know, I don't know that it's going to hold up to a ton of repeated plays with like hardcore gamers. And I'll explain that in a sec. So things that I didn't like, while I really loved how gorgeous and simple the game was, I worry about the replayability without expansions and the novelty factor. Uh, the game is fantastic looking and really fun to handle, but there isn't much to it. And so I worry that without some sort of expansion to add or something else to do, it will just get samey because the entire game is pick pieces to satisfy cards. There's nothing else. There's no other way to score points. There's no other strategy to take. You just build your quaddle and hope you can score as many points, I'm sorry, as many instances of these cards as possible and hope the game goes on long enough to do three of them. Um, So there's that. Then there's the novelty factor. I mean, you're handling these awesome plastic pieces that link together and it looks and and just feels really awesome, but would it be as fun if it wasn't that and how long will it take for that awesome feeling to wear off? You know what I mean? Um, if there's not a ton of substance to it. Overall, I think it's a very good game in that Azul weight class that doesn't reinvent the wheel, but also left me enjoying myself and being fully engaged the entire play because of that race kind of element. I remember after it was over, I was like, I was engaged that entire time. It took longer than I expected. It probably took a little closer to an hour. When I thought it was going to take 20 to 30 minutes, it took more like 40 to 50 and I was a little surprised by that, but also I was engaged the whole time. You know, it was like, oh, what do I do? How do I do this? Kyle ended the game with his third quaddle, and it was I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to build my third one. And Natalie ended up winning anyway. Um, yep. Oh, yeah. She was killing it. So I think I would give it probably like a seven and a half. It's like a little better to me than good, not great. Not so far. If we play it more often, I worry that it will fall yeah. to that. So what did you think, Natalie? Um, I mean, you, you nailed it. Okay, next game. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I felt pretty much the same as you. Um, I feel like you enjoyed it a little bit more than me. I did enjoy it. I had a good time playing it. But thinking about, like, playing it again, I can definitely see how... It might feel like, and it might end up being like samey. Samey. Very well. You know, it's pretty light. You know, so it's not in like that class that we like crave. You know, it's not that weight class that we crave. Yep. Um, We crave it too. But it's Mm. it's definitely a good game that we you know play with like people who don't like heavier games or like nons or nons. nons. Um, and I would enjoy playing that with them. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just be like, oh, I guess we'll play this with them, even though I don't really like it that much. Like, I would enjoy that, but I don't see us, like, pulling it out all the time, just like you and me or with, like, Jeff or something, because we, yeah, like... Yeah, we don't pull out anymore. Yeah, so just because it's, like, lighter... <laughs> oh, Ryan! <laughs> <laughs> just because it's lighter is, like, the reason that I, I don't, like, love it. But yeah. I thought it was fun, too. Yeah. You know, it was just... There just wasn't a ton to it. But it was fun making the little guys, and I just want to know <laughs> uh, what a feathery snake is and why their heads look like dragons. Is they do look like dragons? Like, They're feathered did, snakes. Did you already say this? Is this like, is this not what those things are at like Chinese New Year? No, it's, it's not. not that. It is not like, that. Where the, okay, the did you people, already say something like, like that? Yeah, like that's, people that's not like, that. No. In a parade. Okay. Uh, oh. It's it's Aztec. Okay. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah. Yep, right. yep, yep. It's, it's um, I think quaddle actually means snake or <laughs> literally every snake. time you say that, okay. all I think of is that duck song. Quaddle waddle. Quaddle waddle. Then quaddle away. Quaddle waddle. Deal the very next day. Bum bum Natalie, bum bum. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Ryan said he would crave an expansion. What do you think would add to that game to make you want to bring it out more? 
You don't uh, have to answer that. Natalie, just, on the spot. Just an idea. I know. I don't mean to throw you on the spot. No, you're. I. I don't know. I have an answer. What's the answer? But uh, answer? if you if you want to think of something, you can. Go ahead. I just think it needs an additional way to score points. It needs yeah, some other thing to shoot for, because otherwise you're literally doing the same exact one thing every game. You know what I mean? I don't know what they could even do. Maybe there's another component or a satellite board that gives you that you can do something else with. I don't know how they would do it. You know, that's their job, quite honestly. But <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly do think that that's the one my one hang up is for it to not be samey. It <laughs> yeah. needs to have it needs to you need to have a, a yeah. multiple paths to victory. And there's one path to yeah, victory in this. But game. I also feel like this is like a light game, so light games are typically only have one path to victory like this. You know, like that's that that would just make it a little bit heavier. Yeah. Well, so like for instance, let's talk about Azul. If we're comparing it, it's not like Azul. It's just weight style like Azul. So yeah. Azul, you're earning points by filling up your rows, yeah. right? But you're also earning points if at the end of the game you can get like all of one color in there or the columns in there or something like Sagrada, where which is also in that weight class, you know, where you can get points yeah. There's like different ways to yeah, score but, points. Okay, so in this game, you have the cards that you're like trying to get points for, and then you have those other cards that like everybody has a chance to get points for. You know, like those bigger cards. Is that not the same? Well, the only reason I think it's not is, I guess, because you have to do that. There's no like not doing that. If you don't do that, you're gonna lose. Yeah. You know. You can't just choose to spend, I'll just do this and not do that, and I'll win. You know what I mean? If I don't go for those cards you're talking about, I'm going to lose, probably, I think. I, th I feel like to win, you have to try to make the game go on a as long as you can to eke out as many points from your coattles as possible and yeah. score the maximum points on those cards. I feel like that's the one winning strategy. You know, Kyle tried a strategy where he's like, I'm just going to end the game real quick. And he, I've done that in games. He came yeah. in dead last mm -hmm. doing it that way. Mm -hmm. Um and I don't think that necessarily that is not a viable strategy. It didn't work for him this time because he it was, yeah. our it was our first time right. playing, so he yeah. didn't see like oh Natalie's going to get way more points for this. Right. Maybe I shouldn't. Or end like it yet. he did, he ended it, but I still had enough turns left over that I finished my final quaddle and got a bunch of points. Where if I didn't finish that last one, I probably would have been last or second place instead of yeah. the winner. It'd be cool if you were scoring points. In the game as well. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's kind of what. It is. Like, end. like okay. in Azul, yeah. you're scoring in game points, and then there's stuff to do to go for to score end of game points. Yeah. Where Kawadal is literally just end game. Yeah. That's all it is. You don't. There's no way to score or like like Saikatsu. Saikatsu, yeah. you're scoring points yeah. during the game, and then you're also building up a strategy to score points at the end. Just that one extra dimension yeah. makes the game replayable for me. Yeah, mm -hmm. and at least it you know with a game that takes 45 minutes, like you said, that's. Maybe just to have one path. Yeah. You know, maybe in 45 minutes, yeah. that, that never bothers me. Honestly, a game that's under an hour. Yeah. If if I'm having fun, then I don't I don't Agreed. think about all that kind of stuff. And yeah. Azul, you know, Azul, instead of making expansions to the base game, just made more games. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Additional but games. But Sagrada yeah. keeps, with, with thinking about those of the same game, Sagrada keeps making expansions, expansions to kind of, you know, differ what goes in your, your window, to differ the tools, to differ that kind of stuff. Azul yeah. was like, well, we'll just make a new we'll game. We'll make a different game. Like, <laughs> we'll have the same core stuff, and we'll just make it different yep. yeah and, and, and it's so all worked i can see coatl lasting if they do one of those two things yeah um but again like you just said i will say i was engaged the entire yeah, I time That's I, just, yeah. I just worry that if right. it's not going to be I, it might not last 
like a Sagrada or Azul mm-hmm. if right. it doesn't get an additional Yeah, because like Sagrada is a game where I'll play that anytime. Like, we'll be like, pull out Sagrada and be like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Where like Quaddle, I might be like, yeah, that game was fun, but I'd rather play this. Yeah. You know? And but it, in a certain situation, like we're playing with nons, then I totally would pick Quaddle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm excited to play it because it. Looks I think you'll so like cool. it. I really yeah. do think you'll like it. It's it's it's. I think it's a good game. I really I yeah. really enjoyed it. I'm 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 knocking on it, but I'm not trying to. I just I'm trying to figure out you know yeah. why it might not last. You know, mm-hmm. but for now lightness. I think I think it's good. Cool. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Jeff? Got anything else? Yes, I got. A couple more games. Oh, we'll start yeah. with one of them. Okay. We'll, uh, <laughs> you don't want to talk about two at the exact yeah. same time? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do one at a time. Okay. <laughs> so this game is called Shaulia. Shaulia. Or Shaulia. How do you spell that? S-H-A-O-L-I-A. Oh, okay. Okay. Shaulia. Like a Shaolin monk. Sure? I'm. Is it about monks? No. Oh. Well, S-H-A-O-L-I-A. maybe. S-H-A-O-L-I-A. S-H-A-O-L-I-A. Yeah. People on... Who have also played this game and reviewed it? Call it <laughs> Shaulia or Shaulia. Shaulia or Shaulia. Okay, yeah, Shaulia sounds right. Yeah, Natalie, what, what are you? Doing? What are you questioning wanna... about? Well, you don't believe him about something. What don't you believe him? Well, about? It's, uh, keep in mind it might be like a different language. Shaulia. So Shaulia. Okay, but that's like Siri. No, it's not. It's Why are you questioning to... the pronunciation of this? I was just curious. <laughs> yeah, but he told you, and then you're like, <laughs> no, people, I don't believe you. Well, no, I'm not saying I don't believe you. Well, I'm going to keep calling it Shaolia. Me too. I until Kowadle the people who made this game. But we call it Kowadle. I've heard people say it. So, so. I'm just going to go with them. I will let, first <laughs> of all, I, bad I comment. I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you should be sorry to me for talking about me farting all the time. <laughs> you just brought it up. <laughs> You farted up in the intro. I farted it up in the intro. Is that what you said? <laughs> you farted up oh, in the intro. That's not what I said. <laughs> uh, I just googled game casters and that came up. It's weird. Right in Urban yeah. Dictionary. <laughs> there was a picture of your beautiful bodacious booty right next to it too. So that that's a good thing. <laughs> this game's called Shaolia, or whatever Siri said. Shaolia Warring States. So I'm going to keep calling it Shaolia because that's Shailen what I Woodley. think I it is. I forgot what she said. If I, so. Yeah, so we're going to go with Shaolia. So I think Bad Comet Games for sending it to me. Okay. Um, they have a, a BGG contest. That you, you know how those like five questions you answer? Yeah. So you can go on BGG. They have a contest, um, which actually funny. They have two contests that are active right now are Shaolia and Cloud City, which we're going to talk about next. So those oh, are the two oh, that, games. Oh, they sent you both of those. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, different, usually... different companies. Uh, Cloud City is, those are just the two contests that are running. Oh, 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 oh. So, Shaoli has a Kickstarter now. So, they were successfully funded their first print run, and now they have a second Kickstarter that's, like, out right now. Like, two days ago, it started. And it, <laughs> if you heard that, that was Ryan Crunching, deciding like, in the middle of our podcast the that mic? he desperately needed a tortilla chip. <laughs> he was like, oh, my God, he do I need one tortilla chip? And then he just put it in front of the mic. Chip, and then it <laughs> took his first crunch right in front of the microphone. Oh because right now is when he needed a tortilla chip. <laughs> I was like, I he like put his hand in the bag and I was looking at him like, it what are you doing? Like such yeah. a good idea in my head. And I was just, like, I'm gonna get away with this. <laughs> but you didn't even lean back when he took the first bite. The first chomp was like yeah, you leaned back at normal. After you chomped it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Continue. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It was really good. Those are good. Okay. Yeah, they're good. Shaolia. So they have a Kickstarter right now. It's going, it was, um, it's, so they're kickstarting their second print run and the expansion for it. It funded in like 16, 17 hours. Whoa. So quick, like ready. They have a pedigree. 
Do you know? So is I, this, this is their first big game. So this is their first game that they have. And the what, first, like, wow, how did they fund that quick? That's really. I, I know. And so their first Kickstarter, with the, which is the first print run, which is what I have, they that funded and they sent okay. it out. And now they've just gotten some publicity. I saw them. They played it on um, BGG this weekend, had a bunch of games that were just running on their um, Twitch stream. Yeah. One of them was that one. They're okay. doing this thing on, on Board Game Geek. So they, I think they just know, they know how to market. Awesome. Um, so well, they're Go they're check out on Board Game Geek to do that contest, right? It's yeah. probably only running for, May, I wonder yeah, how Yeah, you might have a couple more days. Yeah, so. as of the day of this recording, it's the it's September uh, 27th. Yes, you might have a day. You might have a few days left. Yeah, and so you can win a free out. copy. Yeah, you can win a free copy, which is cool. So, um, this game is for two to four players, and you are competing to claim the title of emperor. So the old emperor have died, and you are now fighting these other territories to be the emperor. If that All makes right. some sense. Yep. So, yep. Each player starts with a very cool kind of player board, and it's just like a territory. It's like a blank territory with little um, spots for cards. So there's about I think there's a row of four and a row of four. There's like two rows of four, and that's where that's your territory that you'll be building up. Okay. And so you can win by one of two ways. You can either gain enough culture, or you can destroy the opponents. And each, okay. each round has three phases. The first round is where you're going to purchase cards and you're going to purchase resources. So you have money, which are metal coins. Oh, which baby. Are awesome. Yep. It's getting uh, a gold star review from Jeff, no matter what it's yep. like. So it's got metal. <laughs> and all, everything's so, like, the pieces are so cool. Everything's shaped to be what it's supposed to shape. Like, when you take damage, it's like a, a little wooden heart that has, like, a crack in it. So you, <laughs> you have know? the actual production copy. Yes. Yeah. So, like, the, cool. yeah. So it's, it's, like, through the roof. I was wow. super impressed. And honestly, this... No offense to bad comment. I didn't know about this game. I never heard of them. And it it might be one of the best games that I've never heard of that someone said. Like, this is great. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's really cool. good. Wow. So, um, it surprised you. And yeah, because there's, that's, ga- you that's know, big praise. Um, there's games that I've gotten to review that I, I know that I know them. So I, I, yeah. I heard of the game and I get it. You're and, expecting and, it to be and good. And this game, yeah. I, I never heard of it never came up on anything and now it's it's on the hotness on the left side of bgg really so probably probably because of the contest the, the contest. contest so then they're getting you know people yeah. to go to their kickstarter page yep. so anyway so there's three phases the first phase you're going to purchase cards and you're going to purchase resources and then the second phase is you're going to build those cards under your player board so i buy the cards and then i take the cards and i'm going to build them into my into my territory cloud cities and then there. i know so then the, nac- the next the next one is the um hotness. the hotness. So then the next phase, the last phase, which is kind of like the the meat of the game, is you're going to roll dice. So each person gets three dice, but during the buy phase, you can buy another one, so you can buy four dice. And if you've ever played Machi Koro, which I know you guys have, yep. um, think of it like that. So you roll the dice, it's a D6, and you're now taking those dice and you're applying it to the buildings to activate those buildings. So the buildings then get you things like more resources to then buy cards later, gives you money, can give you power. It can also increase that culture track, which is one way to win the game, or it lets you attack the other person's territory or their buildings. Interesting. Um, and once you've taken the action, so once, so I would go, if let's say I was first, I would buy first, I would build first, and then, or I would buy first, and then Natalie would then buy. And then I would build, and then Natalie would build, and then I would roll my dice, and Natalie would roll her dice. So okay. that's kind of how it goes back and forth. That sounds kind of quick. So once you've done your turn, and once the turns are over, then the first player just switches. So then Natalie would get to buy first, and then I would buy second. So it goes back and forth fast. Um, so it's a back and it's it's quick, and turn order matters a lot. And once one player either gets eighteen culture or destroys the other person's territory, huh. the game's over, and it's over immediately. Oh, you don't get a rebut. You don't get a rebuttal because. Um, you start if you're second player, you do get to start with something a little extra. I think at the beginning. Okay. Um, but that's so there's some turn order that really matters because when Devin and I played, 
I ended up going first the last round and I like destroyed her territory and she boom she would have won on her turn too. So it was like oh, wow. and it's a game that like ramps up there's sort of this engine building aspect to like me buying these cards and putting them on this this territory because the first time you roll the dice you only it might be one building on there and then you're taking kind of these extra actions you can always like get money or get like a worker or something and but then once you build up these things you can like activate this building and then this building will activate like an adjacent building and then you can attack that person twice and it's just like there's that cool engine building aspect that yeah. i that i really liked um huh i, have, I do have some questions okay but so go, go ahead the the game is full of uh it's it's not a legacy game but it's full of like scenario so you pick a scenario that you're going to play so the two-player game that we played was the i think it was just called warring states it was like the first scenario it's two players if you play with three players you play the three-player scenario if you play with four players you play the four-player scenario so there's a couple oh. for each i think there's there's more of them for two i think so this there game, are some you'll never play if you only play with two uh yes okay. right um and what that does is that changes the cards that are then in the deck to buy so the different um scenarios and background have like all right well now this this event is going to have these warring elephants and you add those to the deck and then they might come out or there's different trade posts that you add so it just changes the dynamic of the game a little bit which i think is good for replayability uh i do think the game shines at like two people i'm not sure that oh really yeah i'm not sure how much i've and i've read some things about it being three where people just race for culture at three um and it becomes this if someone's winning it's just like two turns in a row that person's just going to get attacked back to back and then it's going to be two turns in a row where someone else is going to get like oh munchkin so, munchkin so it ends up syndrome. just being that but two, with two players you're honestly only attacking one thing you're only yeah. attacking one person sure. so i think the game shines i think at two or at four there's a four player scenario where you can play two on two which is kind of cool um or you could play everybody versus everybody yeah um do you want to ask questions? Or do you want me to yeah, tell you my thoughts? I, I, real before okay, yeah, you, before yeah. your thoughts, because I do want to hear your thoughts, of yeah. course. But what genre would you classify this as? This this doesn't sound like a euro. I mean, you're it's attacking. not a euro. It's yeah, it's not a euro game. But it also doesn't it totally would, sound Ameritrash either. Is it some sort of hybrid? Yeah, is it like, like a four X? Like, are you exploring? No, in you're this? not exploring. Um, I would say like, it's a, it's a city build. It's a city building because you're building that city. Okay, combined with like the dice rolling of Machi Koro. So like city building, dice rolling, attack, I but guess. And then you're attacking too. Yeah. Almost like tapestry style kind of like you're. Um, yeah, but the attack is like more significant because in tapestry, you just kind of like tip yeah. somebody Boom, over. There right? go, they so this, over. Is, this is a little more because I can choose when I attack, I can choose to attack like a building. Like if Devin has a sweet building that's getting her all this stuff, I can choose to attack that building instead of her territory and like Interesting. take that thing down. Can you compare it to any other game you've played? Um genre wise I don't know. like i'm trying to think of just strictly two-player games because that's where i played it and that's where i think the game is probably the best okay um yeah what are some like two-player attack games there's star wars destiny star wars that's gotta <laughs> have you ever heard of that one so it's gotta be compared <laughs> with star wars <laughs> destiny. okay so it's just like star wars destiny it's it just sounds like, like so it's probably it. gonna be your favorite game <laughs> of all time. okay cool yeah yeah, so yeah i don't know I'll, I'll think about that there's an attack yeah, interesting um, like um there are a lot of two-person attack games but to yeah, just hearing your description, it sounds unique. Yeah, it does. Yeah, sound it, it was. It does, yeah. I'm like, I haven't heard of. I'm like, what the heck is this game? This mm -hmm. sounds different. Yeah. So I'm interested. Yeah. So just some some final thoughts. So I think it's this is again, Shaolia, 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 Shailene Woodley. Yes. Warring states. Already. I said it before. Kickstarter you, you out hear now. Me, so, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll hear it on the recording. <laughs> you said Shailene. I said Shailene. Woodley. Nope. You'll hear it on the recording. Ooh. I said Shailene Woodley first. Uh -huh. No, I said the Woodley part. You'll hear it on the recording. You'll we'll hear, hear it. it. No, Ryan, you'll hear Ryan's it. Ryan's going to hurt you say Shailene Woodley. You'll hear it. I'm right. <laughs> you'll hear me say Shailene Woodley. You will. Jeff, back me up. Okay. 
He's like, please don't make me get this. This is our first ever I argument. Didn't hear yeah. First I ever. said it first. No, I said it first. It's on the air. <laughs> but we will know when we hear the recording. We will. I said it first, huh? That's our yeah. worst argument, and we're doing pretty good. So this game got played back to back within a week of Mariposas. So okay. was, we played Mariposas, and then we played Shaulia, or the other way around, I don't remember. And I asked, no, we had to play Mariposas first, because I was like, Devin, do you like Mariposas, or do you like Shaulia better? And she liked Shaulia a lot better. Okay. Um, cool. She also had an experience similar to you in, in, in the first play Mariposas. Mariposas. Um, the components are great. It's at Metal Coins, which I love. Sweet. I think the scenarios are cool. It changes that um, replayability. It changes all the cards in there, so you're going to see new cards. Um, I think it's very, very fast back and forth i liked a lot where oh. it didn't feel like um it didn't feel like i was waiting or there was much reset in between turns like oh now the round's over so now we need to refill this deck and yeah. flip this card over and move our it was just like it was turns back and forth the entire wow. and, it, and it took 35 45 minutes okay so that so was we were done two. yeah How so we were done take? under an hour with rules explanation and setup question three if i yeah. can stop you you played a two player scenario there's mm-hmm. also three and four player scenarios yes you can't play the three and four player scenarios as a two player, obviously. Right. Is, so you can only play that one scenario. No, no there are there are I think four four or five different two player scenarios. Okay. Yeah. So and I don't know, like I think you would find one that you like maybe, and you could you know just play that one. But this was kind of like the intro scenario that we played, yeah. and I think it just gets a little more complicated with the cards or with the different trading posts. So I would say honestly, my only like dislike is that. I don't love setting up the deck before the game starts. So you have to like go, yeah. right, these are the specific okay. sets of cards that need to be in this deck, yeah. similar awkward to guess. Isle of Cats yeah. or Awkward, awkward Guests, where you're them. like, all right, these cards need to go in the deck. Now let me shuffle them. And now when the game's over, let's separate them because it might yeah. not be the next scenario. Yeah. Um, so that was a little annoying. It, it just took a little longer to set up. And I messed up. I like shuffled some cards in that weren't supposed to, so I had to take them out. But uh, that was <laughs> yeah. that was really my only like complaint. But I think if that's okay because the replayability is probably a lot better in a game like that. So awesome. Um, yeah. For you, have me, you have me very yeah. intrigued. Yeah. For the game that I've never really heard of, um, it, it really surprised me. And, and if, if it sounds yeah. interesting to you, if you play two player games and like attacking each other, this would be a game to check out. On. If there's Kyle, a Kickstarter, you guys like attacking. Yeah, yeah. there you attacking. go. Well, Kyle likes attacking Frankie. I'm not sure. If yeah, oh, she definitely likes attacking. Oh, she does. Okay. Yeah. So if they want to fight, yeah, I'll let them buy it I heard too. you say this this name of this game, and I was like, I never heard of that. It must suck. Mm-hmm. You know. And then you talked about it, and I was like, okay, yeah, I want to play this now. Yeah. To be honest with you, because we don't mind attacky two player games if that's kind of like the, the goal thing. of the game. Yes, like that's the, the thing ga- in the game. Yes, right. and that's what I said when Devin and I played. I'm like, the game is just attacking. It's not like you're working and then I'm going to steal something from you. Right. right. That's right. And we went on two different tracks. I went more attacking. Devin went more try to get the buildings that, to run up her culture. And we were essentially in the same boat. If she went first that round, she wins. If I, when I went first, I won. So it was just like, yeah, sure. yeah it was it was a pleasant surprise. So I'm happy that I have it and I'll, I'll play it again with her. So. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I, I want to. Awesome. Yeah, I, I want to hear more about that as you as you play it. Yeah, more, if I will. You still like it. I will update you. That is very cool. So my brain cannot stop. I am constantly thinking of things to do, or things to create, or sex, or ways to play board <laughs> games in a more fun and engaging way to keep myself from utter boredom and despair. An active mind is a mind that doesn't want to wallow in depression and darkness. So I came up with the idea of choosing a designer and playing all of the games we have of that designer in a row. Natalie and I had talked about doing a felled day prior to this idea coming to life and so it kind of metamorphed into like this thing i then issued a challenge to instagram for people to do the same it's a really 
fun exercise to kind of go through every game you have of one designer, see the patterns and the similarities in games you previously thought weren't anything alike. It also just kind of feels like a cool homage or mm-hmm. homage to that design. <laughs> you want to look at the pronunciation of that, Natalie? <laughs> so Natalie and I don't have a ton of games by Stefan Feld, which is the person we chose to do yep. this design-a-thon, but... Um, we do have four of them, Castles mm-hmm. of Burgundy, Carpe Diem, Trajan, and Bruges. Uh, and so we played those games back to back to back to back, but to but to but to but, <laughs> and then ranked them and basically talked nothing, uh, uh, talked about nothing other than Feld for a week. And it was pretty awesome. Did you line them up? I was it like Human Centipede? Was like mouth to butt? Yeah, mouth, mouth to butt. Yeah, mouth yeah. to butt. Yeah. That's, that's what you thought. I sewed their yeah. butts, to, all their butts together. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> so they're like in like a circle. Yeah. With one cheek of each of them glued together. Um, all these games are really great. And if you don't have many Steffenfeld games, I'm talking to you, Ben, uh, do yourself a favor <laughs> and go pick them up because uh, Steffenfeld is... I mean, he's a grade A designer, yeah, you know? he's good. Absolutely. Especially if you're a Euro yeah. board gaming fan like the three of us yes. are. Uh, if yeah. you're not, you know, maybe he's one that you just... He's like... I don't know. I feel like like Tom Vassell, for instance, historically is not a huge Euro game fan. And so Stefan Feld is kind of like the one designer he calls on to that he doesn't you know i don't like those types of games yeah you know what i mean so is that what he says he's like yeah like he does okay, he those steffenfeld games yeah he yeah he always talks about like steffenfeld games as you yeah. know games he's not a super big fan of um but if you are into euro games at all steffenfeld is one of the absolute all-time greats in my opinion yeah I agree. So after we played through them i did like one a 100 point scale that i used to rank them and here are my results. Coming in at the fourth position with 15 points is Bruges. Mm. So this is you split up the 100 points took, among the I, games. I, I took a, yeah, all, exactly. All four games and I assigned them in a point value that totals 100. Okay. I don't even know what compelled me to do that. But yeah. I did but it and I was it. like, it was I kind of awesome. like this. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, so Bruges came in at number four with 15 points. I know that does sound like it's not very good, but I, I still really like this game. It's a multi-use card game where each card can do like six different things. You have to choose one. And most times it's impossible because you want to do all six. And I love that about it. I love the thought. You look at a card and you're like, this ability on this card is just so cool. Mm-hmm. But it's the only blue card in my hand, and I have to turn it in to get the money for blue so yeah. I can afford to pay this so I can get points. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like those kinds of decisions I really enjoy. Um, but the reason it gets the last spot here is due to the randomness factor that can completely ruin your game if the cards don't come out the way you need to. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a quick game. Uh, so I'd say it's one of his quicker games, especially with two people, mm-hmm. um, that it's not a huge deal when that happens. And so I still really enjoy it. But that's why it gets the bottom spot. My third spot with 20 points, only five points are, is Carpe Diem. Carpe Diem is a really cool game that gets a lot of hate for its art and color choices, which I do understand. Uh, I even put dots on my tiles. Mm-hmm. Which I could not believe that's something I would ever do because the backs of the tiles are green and slightly darker green. I, yeah. I would say you looking separate, at though. he's not the the there's not beautiful Steffenfeld games. Yeah, not many beautiful Steffenfeld. I can't games. think of one. Well, okay, um, Bora Bora is not Bora Bora has, yeah. has a nice color Aquasphere is kind of nice looking. Yeah, and but he does get ragged on. Luna is pretty cool. He does but get yes, ragged on for most some of his of it. games are just. And I'll talk about that yeah, in, in, in a second. Up for it, they do, but I'll talk about that yeah. in just a second. Oh, um, but 
So uh, in this game, you are selecting and placing tiles to form uh, a cool little like city type thing in front of you. And it's got this really awesome scoring mechanism that uses cards in almost like a game-long worker placement style blocking mechanism. And it's really interesting. And the resources are like incredibly tight and it's just really difficult in all the right ways. Natalie and I really enjoy this. I'll let Natalie tell you why in a minute. But the reason is uh, it's in the three spot and not the two spot for me is due to the simplicity of it. It's a great game and I really enjoy it. But the next one that I'm gonna talk about steps up the complexity department and does things a little bit better and so with 25 points, we have, do you know, Jeff? Trajan. Trajan popularized the Roncala mechanic, <laughs> where you're dropping off colored cylinders into little bowls and like a rondelle to take actions. But you're doing it just like a Mancala, where you pick up, say, four cylinders in one bowl and drop one off in the subsequent bowls. And then the final bowl, you place your last cylinder in is what action you take on the board. And the actions on the board are this cool, almost like mini game style thing where they just are all so different from each other. And they all work differently. And it's very challenging and very difficult and very enjoyable. It might be Jeff's favorite felt. I don't know. Uh, I love Trajan. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. I, I think so, yeah. It's, it's, sometimes it's what's, which one I played last. Yeah, who would you play last? Burgundy, but man, Trajan, mm -hmm. you just talking about it makes me go, I'm going to play, play right now. And I got the geek up bits for it, and you don't, they're not necessary, but it's cool. I'm going to debate because I'm going to let Devin play it and see if she likes it a lot. Then I'll be like, okay, well, it's yep, $40. Uh, I was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the reason it's in my number two spot, not the number one spot, is mostly due to this thing that Natalie and I have been talking about a lot after we went through this exercise, which is anti-clunkiness or smoothiness. I don't know. Yeah. So coming in with 40 points in the number one spot with a bullet for me is Castles of Burgundy. I think I speak for Natalie, but again, I'll let her talk in a sec. When I say that this game is Feld's best, it almost is kind of like a perfect design mechanically. The way the game feels, though, is what separates it for me. And I think us, the entire game just feels like as smooth as butter. The mechanisms all tie and work together so seamlessly that it's like very easy to like jump back in after not playing for months. Everything is super intuitive, and for whatever reason, it just sticks in our brains really easily. We haven't played it before... The last time I played it before like this was ago. probably years. Yeah, we jumped back yeah. in almost instantly, and all we had to really do was familiarize ourselves with like a couple yeah. things. Um, my chief complaint with the game, and as Jeff just talked about a second ago, is really the production quality, which is just abysmal. Even on the new one, <laughs> I think it's still abysmal. Oh, really? I would gladly pay $100 for an Eagle Griffin Vital Lacerda-style makeover for this game. I'm in. The game, I would do it. oh my God, how awesome would that if be? If they yeah. kickstarted this game and was like, this is going to be the greatest. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ian O'Toole did the artwork, or Beth yes. Sobel did the artwork. Yeah, or Vincent Dutrait, and then in. the for, components for are like triple thick. And it, in. hell yeah, that would in. be like that $200. would honestly take. Yeah, three hundred dollars. I meant well, five hundred. Yeah. yeah, maybe whoa, just a hundred dollars. Okay, yeah. but so the but, new one isn't that much better. It's like they just changed the art style, and that's like it's like kind of bad. yeah. The tiles are slightly thicker, are but they I haven't a little heard. Thicker? Yeah. I, I did ask people when I posted about Castle Burgundy recently when we played, and people were like. Eh, you don't have to. And that's not what I want. I want, get it. Like, get yeah, it right like, now. Oh, yep. yeah, that's what it. I want. It's yeah. like the, when you get the quack bits, you know, yeah. for the geek up yeah. bits, and you're like, you have you to have get these. To and get then you get these. them, you're like, genius. So this is I would love to pay additional expenditures <laughs> for just take my money. Shut up and take my yep. money for an amazing on Mars style production of the Castle of Burgundy. And honestly, that would take the game it's a top 20 game for me which is still mm -hmm. amazing it's in my top 20 of all time but honestly if, if i had an on mars version i would probably want to play that sucker 
all the time. And it would probably get into my top 10. It would be that that's that much that significant. It's that significant to me when I because I play Castle of Burgundy and I'm like, this is one of the greatest games I've ever yeah. played. And it, it looks and feels like garbage. The <laughs> only thing that, that's good about it to me is how amazing the gameplay is, which yeah. honestly is the most important thing. It is, of course. which is why it's a top 20 game. But if it looked and felt as good as it played, it it would yeah. be the greatest game of all. It yeah. might be the greatest game of all time. You know what I mean? And so those so that's my thoughts. Um on uh, the, our, our Feldathon. It was so awesome. I loved it. And I want to hear, Natalie, what your ranking is. Me too. Of your Feldathon. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't give it point value like you did. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. Well, it's let's just, hear you know. like let's hear how like the experience of it. Did you enjoy? Like, What did you yes. like about playing all these okay. Feld games in yeah. a row? Well, I did really enjoy it. I was excited to do a Feldathon because <laughs> the four games that we have by him are all really good games and I really really like all of them and so it was like I was excited because I was like we're gonna play four games that we love in a row and I didn't realize that like playing all four of them in a row would it I don't know it led to like some good conversation and good like analysis because you even though they are all pretty different you could kind of like feel yeah like could yeah. feel the feld. Yeah, yeah you, you could, could feel, feel the feld. <laughs> you could feel the feld. Yeah, it was really warm. Yeah, it's interesting. Bigger than I thought. <laughs> it was really interesting. Um, but yeah, my ranking, my ranking is the same as yours. I would, I don't know about the point values, but if you had to rank, yeah, I think you like Trajan a little closer to Burgundy, maybe. Yeah, like like you said, like I think Bruges is fourth, but I really like Bruges. Yeah, and then I like Carpe Diem better than Bruges, and I love that game, but that game's just a little bit lighter than like Trajan and yeah. Castle Burgundy, and I was even wondering because because I mean everyone knows Castle Burgundy is one of my all time favorite games. But we hadn't played it in two years. Yeah. And you know oh, when wow. that happens. I know. It's been a long time. You know, it kind of like, it's like out of sight, out of mind. Like you kind of like forget, like, I know I loved this, but two years later and all these games later, do I still love it as yeah. much? And so we, and I was like wondering, will I like Trajan or Castle Burgundy better playing yeah. them back to back? Because yeah, we played Trajan, I feel like a few times. Yeah. Cause I, and Castle I really like Trajan too. So I'm like, I wonder what it'll feel like when you play them back to back. And like you said, I still love Trajan, but man, Castles of Burgundy is just so smooth. Buttery smooth. It is. <laughs> like Trajan, it's such a good game, but there's there's still instances where like you get in a situation on like the Ron Kala thing yeah. and you're just like, damn it, like, I want to take these this or this action, but I can't because of the way that my little pieces fell and I can't get pieces. to that action and you know, so that's kind of like like that's annoying. Which is obviously your own fault, and it's still really fun. But it is like, your fault. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, but like Castle of Burgundy, it's just like it's almost—I don't even know how to explain it. It's just—it just works and clicks and like like an unkinked hose. Unkink yeah. your hose. No kinks I think with Burgundy, so there's well, yes, and it's just yeah. like you play it, and you're just like that was like amazing yeah, you need a cigarette after like yes, it's basically <laughs> like that. Like, ah, what are you gonna so say, Jeff? Better. Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Cool, Jeff. Thoughts from Jeff? <laughs> I did. I did write down that I did write down all the Stephen Feld games I played. <laughs> Let's hear it. I want to hear it. I've played 11 Stephen Feld Whoa. games. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I was going to okay. say, what other games? So, oh, I, yeah, we played, I played Arena Roma. Yep. Oh, my, yeah. my least favorite. That. Okay. That was cool. And Roma 2. Actually, I played, yeah, I played one round of 11. that game. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I Notre Dame. 
Oh, you've played Notre Dame. Yep. Oh, Bill has Notre Dame. Notre Dame is really good. Spikerstadt. Yep. Love that game. Which is also now re-implemented by Jorvik or yeah, something, Jorvik, right? Yeah. Uh, Castles of Burgundy, Trajan, yep. Bora Bora, yep. Rialto, yep. Bruges, yep. Aquasphere. I haven't played Aquasphere. Aquasphere is good. I like Aquasphere. Okay. That might that would be a top five, I think, on this Ooh, list. Oh, is that good? Of, yeah. Uh, not of my all-time games, but uh-huh. of, of his. Uh, Merlin and then Carpe Diem. Sweet. I haven't played Merlin either. And there's still some heavyweights we have not played. Yeah, In the Year the of the Dragon, yeah. Amerigo, yep. um, La, La Isla, or like La Isla. Macau, is it Macau? Macau. What's the one you were saying? Like, I think we should buy this Feld game. And you thought I'd like it. Uh, I haven't played I haven't played Luna. Forum Trajanum. Luna. Luna is the one I oh, Yeah, Luna. Forum Trajanum is I know what okay. one you want. Yeah, Luna is the Oracle the one. of Delphi. I've, I've never Luna really forever. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oracle of Delphi. Yeah, I, I never sought that out because that I heard that's more just of a race. And I don't to- typically love racing. Mm-hmm. games you know yeah um but that's what i've heard that i mean Ooh. but it's probably awesome um so like what should There's, we do next so good question so i do want to continue this design i i loved the process of doing it it yeah. just was really it kind of gave our game nights a little bit more direction and i really enjoyed yeah, that so i think we're gonna do danielle tashini next oh that's right that's right Ooh. i knew that good, and uh, we're gonna play the tea series we're gonna play we're gonna play yeah. zolkin we're gonna play Tekenu, we're going to play Teotihuacan, we're going to play Trismegistus, and we're going to probably play The Voyages of Marco Polo (laughs) Um, for the five Danielle Tashini games that we own. I'm into that. Yeah, so I think we'll do that at some point soon. Uh, We had the best time doing this. It was really fun. Ben and M are doing it right now. They're doing Uwe Rosenberg. Yeah, they need to borrow Gates Loyang from one of us. Because I have it. When we go out there, I'll bring it. I think one of the guys in their game group has it. Okay, all right. Because they do have access. That's one they don't have. Um, Yeah, I thought they had it. That's one of the designers we have the most games of. Well, yeah, or we did at one point. We've had and sold a lot because we played them a yeah, bunch. Yeah, you're and, right. Mm-hmm. Like, we got rid of Lahav. We got rid of, we got rid of, of Feast for Odin. We got rid of Fields of Arl. I'm surprised. Ben and M, if you're listening to this, you you better be listening to this. Fields <laughs> of Arla, that should be one that you guys seek out because that is a two-player only heavy yeah, game. I like that game. In the, in the weight of like a Caverna or, yeah. a, or a Feast for Odin. So I, I would encourage you guys oh, to maybe man. buy that one. Because again, that's a two-player only for Baby Yui that you guys like. A lot. <laughs> so yeah, they've been cataloging the on their yeah, stories, that's been cool. and it's really cool. Yeah. Ben Ben just won Feast for Odin last yeah, it's night. Three to two. Emily's three to up two. three to two. Emily's up yeah. three to two now, <laughs> and she gets else, to pick the next game. Somebody else was doing Vita Lacerda, right? Yeah, There's been a couple people. So that's kind yep. of a cool and challenge. And Fantasy you put and out. Flights just started. They're doing Wolfgang Varsh. Yeah. Oh, the Varsh. And Jim Gamer did some of. I, I can't remember who he did. Maybe Devin and I'll start some. Exactly. I got to look at my yeah. list of. I don't know if I have more than two or three. Maybe it'll end up being Burgundy. Yeah, when I did it, I was like, or not Burgundy. I was like, minimum two, you know, just play. Like, it's just, it's really yeah. cool to play them in a row. Yeah. It's fu- yeah, it's fun to play them in a row. Kind of get the, that designer feel. Yeah. All right, Jeff, what do you got, man? I got one more game. This will be a, um, a, a quicker one. All right. Not because of. A quickie? <laughs> not, yeah, Natalie, a not because i didn't like the game but because the game is short yeah sure. um so this game is coming out soon from blue orange who i i feel like if you did a publisher a thon i might have the most blue, blue orange, orange games, games. because blue orange games are so cool <laughs> because, that's an idea yeah an they idea. fit blue orange oh, games we almost are, played this one we almost played today yes so, yeah, yeah okay, oh, okay. We, yeah, it fits yeah. into like great family games it works great for my students and then they have a few games that are like a little more in the medium, like photosynthesis being probably their heavy, heaviest, me- and that's a yeah. medium, medium yeah. light. But a lot of them are quick, 
less than an hour family games and cloud city fits in there too so keep an eye out for cloud city i think it's it's got to be within the next month or two coming okay. out also, so they also did blue um blue lagoon yeah blue, blue lagoon, lagoon scarabia they, yep. yeah yeah they're scarabia. they have a, and they, they and then they have like a kid line too not like yeah. not as many as like haba but they also have like well, they used yeah. to be more of that style right yeah like kid family style yeah like and i think they they've these really are... gone into this light medium sort of area yeah and, you know, Planet is another one of the, that oh. people love. They Planet. do that Detective Club. Yeah. Yep. Detective yeah. Club okay. is is really yeah. fun. My kids love that one. And um, Dragon Market. Dragon Market. Yeah. One. Like yeah. So I, and all yeah. the ones I have. Those it's crazy. So <laughs> yeah. That's um, and this is a designer you might know. I know him. Phil Walker Harding. Phil Walker Harding. Yeah. You know absolutely. What does yeah. he do? He has done. Oh, did he do the? Um, no, that's Emerson Matsuchi. I was thinking. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Tell me. He's done Baron Park. Baron Park. Ah, He's done. I knew it. Emotep. <laughs> Uh, Gizmos, Sushi Go. So that's oh. like his. Oh, he did Sushi Go. He's, okay. yeah, he, and he's, this falls into that same kind of line. It's it's lighter than a Baron Park or Emotep or Gizmos, but probably a little heavier than Sushi Go. So it's a good pedigree um, right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's good. Yeah, he's good. That yeah. would be, that Baron would be Park, easy if you're it. thinking oh. about, all right, what kind of design it, like design a thon can I do? He might be one. Do you have all those games? No. Um, <laughs> I have. <laughs> So I got rid of Emotep for how much I like it. <laughs> I do love Emotep. I played Emotep probably five, six times or yeah, so. I, I had, loved it. I think I had every one we of those just, games and got rid of them. Yeah. Um, I really? do have Gizmo still. I have Sushi Go. I obviously have Cloud had City. Had Gizmos. Had Sushi. Actually, I still have Sushi Go. Yeah. yeah. Had Gizmos. Yeah, have to, gone. There's no had reason to get rid of Baron Sushi Park. Go. Baron Park. Gone. Yeah, Baron Park. Yep. Had Baron oh. Park. Gone. But I liked them all. They were yeah. good. I just yeah. got rid of them because I needed room and, you know. Yeah. They were more good, not great. Anyway, I'm sorry. So here's that so in really Cloud funny. City, uh, the theme is players are competing against each other to create the best city in the clouds. And I want you to think of a game like Suro. So you start the game oh, the with path. a hand of three tiles. Okay. Okay. Yep. And you have one tile that sits in front of you. That's the beginning of your city. So okay. You have one tile. You are placing tiles to make a three by three grid of your city. Okay. So on your turn, you play one of those tiles to your city. And then you draw a new one. So that's kind of your whole process. So okay. once you play a tile into your city, um, each tile will have two building spots on it, each of one of three colors. So it'll be blue, green, or brown. So those are the three colors that you play. Okay. So if I place a tile that has a green building in one corner and a brown building in another corner, I take the brown building, I put it on the brown spot, I take the green building, I put it on the green spot. Okay, so seems simple enough. Yep. And if you happen to have the same color buildings in line with each other you then get to build a walkway in between the two and you place it on top of the building so it's oh. it almost like made me feel like uh tokyo highway yeah when you're trying yeah, to like yeah, place yeah. you're things. like very but yeah. it's not it's not like a dexterity game okay. at all. okay so you take you know if they're one spot away you take the little thing that says one and you place them there cool um, if they're farther away you place that on so top. it falls you just pick it up and yeah you just pick it up yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and what's kind of cool is if you had like um, the blue buildings are the shortest one. If you had the two blue buildings that were next to each other and you placed the one on there, but then as you start building your city out further, if you had two brown buildings, you're building them one on top okay. of the of the four. So they're they're at different heights. They're one cool. of three heights. The brown one's the tallest, the green one's the middle, the blue one's the shortest. So okay. what, if they're in line, you can build a walkway and you put it on top. The walkways have different numbers on it. So the longer one is worth eight points and then five, three, two, one. Cool. And you're playing until you have a three by three grid. And then all you do is you look at your city that you built and you add up all the totals on your walkway and whoever has the most points wins. Wow. Um, That's there very is, simple. Yeah. There's a cool like goal card that you can add that says like maybe you get extra points if you have like an enclosure of a walkway or if you have the most blues, you get a little extra points or so you can add some goal cards to kind of make it um, yeah. to make it more like gamey a little bit. Yeah. Devin and I played the basic game um, and with two players or three players, you can do a three by four city. So we did a three by a four by three city with two or three, two or three. How, does it, how many does it play up to? Plays up to four. Okay. Um, 
so you're only building three by three normally, but the variant for two or three is you can just take more turns. And so we did a bigger city, which I thought was a little more fun. That's a topic um, I'd like to explore maybe next episode is why, why, why is it that there's so many games that are designed max four players? You know, I'd like yeah. to oh, explore yeah, that a little bit. That. Yeah, oh, I found a thread on it, people. but it's just one yeah, thing I'd like to explore it. at some yeah. point. Sorry, go yeah. ahead. Um, that's okay. It, it's it, the, the game, I felt like we played and I was like, I want to play again. Like, right as soon as we were done, I was like, I want to play again. Rack it was it. fun. It, yeah, just yeah. rack them. Rack em. It was <laughs> fun to, like, put the buildings there. It was fun to take the little walkways and place them on there. And then it looked really cool. So I'm going to post a picture about it, I think, tomorrow or Tuesday on Instagram. But it just looked – I think I sent you – did I send you yep. guys a picture? Yep. Sure it's did. cool. You're built, it's literally like a 3D kind of city with these walkways connecting these buildings. That is awesome. And it's so simple. Yeah. I, I sat and I read the rules and I was like, oh, You're like, it's th- I'm done. This is it? <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, done. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm done reading it. Is this going to be fun? Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, we need to ba- play three by four. Let's make it take 25 Longer. minutes yeah. instead of 20. For sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I would check it out. It's I think it's a great family game. It's a great like lightweight in-between filler. Yeah. Filler, yeah. Into the night awesome. Kind of game. Yeah. That's super it's cool. Cloud City. Cloud City. By Blorange. 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 Like, like, like Nolans. Like Nolans. Blorange. So good on you, Blue awesome. Orange. So surprise. At the end of the last episode, if you managed to actually listen all the way until the end, you would have found yourselves an Easter egg of epic proportions. I asked you all to post a story on Instagram tagging us saying, I survived episode 50 of the Gamecasters. You may have seen those stories pop up and just went like, oh, those people are just having fun with it. No, they weren't just having fun. They wouldn't have done that otherwise. If they did, <laughs> and you did, <laughs> you would have been entered to win an extremely amazing giveaway. To my surprise, we received 17 entrants, which is pretty Ooh. awesome. Yeah. Thank you, all 17, for listening all the way to the end. They didn't know there was... All the way to the end, almost past the end. Yeah, right. You yeah. were like, good night, everybody. And, and then, then you said something. I said it. Oh. Right. Good point. They were listening. And maybe some of them were just like, oh, I forgot to hit stop. Oh, what's this? Yeah. Maybe. No hints. Care. No Doesn't nothing. Matter. Yeah. We didn't tell anybody. Nope. We didn't say a thing. So thank you. But Jeff and I have come up with a bunch of games to give away. And we're going to do that right now with me? our patents. Well, you you weren't in the process, but yes, they are them. half of your games. Natalie grouped them into bundles for us. So. She did. She was the, <laughs> yeah, she was the she workaholic. Was the bundler. Yeah, she was the bundler. Jeff and I just came up with what games to give away. Although, I'll say this. Natalie did have veto rights. Yeah, so you, yeah. Said, you told Jeff, pending Natalie's approval. Yeah, pending <laughs> approval from Natalie, because everything I do is pending Natalie approval. Um, so with our patented, but not ours in any way, Wheel of Names randomizer, we're going to select three... Right, yeah, we're gonna three. select three winners for bundles. Natalie even has a little writing. Ooh, she's writing it in her thing. notebook, so it's official. It's official. Yep, she's gonna yep. write down the three bundle bundle winners. Do we, should we winners. talk about the bundles? Um, what they just, what they comprise? Maybe of? in order, we'll go. I don't maybe just so. say like some big game, like okay. big games that are in there. Because what we're gonna do yeah, basically is we're gonna select three people of the seventeen. The first person we select will get their choice of one of these three bundles, and each bundle has. Six or at seven least six games. games. At least six yeah. games in them. And these games are not just the dregs, okay? Yep. Yeah, they're not. Highlights. A lot. Of, so we have games like A New and Shrink Black Angel. Woo-woo. We Which have I games really like. like Dice City. We have games like Las Vegas Royale. We have games like Marvel Champions. Boom. Tasty Humans. And that's all I'll say for now. So if you're picked first, you get to pick one of you these You get bundles. to pick one of these we'll bundles. We'll put some pictures out to you. Yep. yep. We'll, we'll, yeah, exactly. We'll send pictures for you. Um, so 
We're going to do the Wheel of Names. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Are you guys ready? Yes. Here we go. I'm going to spin her up. And here I'm going to look at the computer. We are all looking at it now. So so you can can see. I'm going to give her a spin right now. Oh, it's spinning. Oh, my gosh. It's spinning. Oh, this is exciting. It's happening. Look at all these colors. Oh, my gosh. Look at these Wheel of Names. Oh, boy. Who could it be? Congratulations, oh. Bad Board Game Covers. Yes. You are the first winner. The Haitian sensation. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Nicely done. You're all the way in California now, I think. Oh, you're going to have yeah, to pay half so, a right? shipping. So you're paying half a shipping yep, there. so that's cool. <laughs> all right, we're going to remove your name. That is, congratulations. Yeah. congratulations. You get to pick the first bundle. Well, yeah, we'll send you some pictures, right? We'll send a picture. Yeah, we'll send a picture of all three. You pick the bundle that you want. No, you can't mix and match. Come on, we're giving no. these for free. Yeah. All right, here we go. Number two. Spinning, spinning, spinning all day long. Spinning, spinning, spinning. I'm really hard. All right, what do we got? Oh boy, 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 oh boy. Congratulations to Emotional Cyborg. She's wonderful. We just played Among Us with you. And you were the uh, you were the dirty, dirty imposter, Ooh. but now you're second place winner yeah. in our giveaway. <laughs> nice. And so, Emotional Cyborg, congratulations to you. Uh, we will send you the other two pictures. <laughs> yep. So you get to choose between two bundles. Um, well, one of, yeah, one of the two bundles that yep. Bad Board Game covers. Yeah, we'll just keep propping the picture smaller. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So here we go with our last final winner. Final winner. Okay, it's, it's, happening oh, it's happening. It's happening. This is really, 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 Who? really exciting. And it is Curtis Showland. Curtis. Yes. Curtis. All right, Curtis. Congratulations. You are the third winner of, and you're just going to get whatever's left over, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry but it's about still that. good. It's still, so you're still getting a bunch me, of free games. These are awesome, yeah. awesome There's some good games bundles. So I got to talk to Curtis. I don't know if we've talked on Instagram very much. Okay. So talk yeah, he's reached more. out to me a few times. Um, Great, great guy. I think he posts a lot of barbecue stuff, which is awesome. Ooh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> we've connected there a little bit as well. Congratulations to Bad Board Game Covers, Emotional Cyborg, and Curtis Sholin. Also, Yay. thank you so much to everybody who participated. All of you listening to the end of our episodes means a ton of us because it, it to me, to us, I should say, to me, it, it's telling us that you listen to everything. Yeah, that's so cool. Every word that comes out of my we mouth love you guys. is going into your ears, and it's just like, oh, we love you. Thank uh-huh. you, thank you. So, um, stay tuned for further giveaways. You never know when one might appear. So, yep, this will learn you all the yeah other people learn who today. didn't who didn't. Listen. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> so, tell them. <laughs> if you listen to the last episode of the show, you heard me talk about the Gateway Board Gaming Network, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com and the underscore gateway underscore network on Instagram. <laughs> the sole purpose of the network is to help new or up and coming content creators grow by shouting each other out. If you go to the Gateway Network website, you will find other amazing content creators who are trying to grow as well. They are all amazing people who produce fantastic content. You can find podcasts. Podcasts like Superboard Sunday, Friday Night Games, The Board Game Snobs, Fantasy and Some Flights, Date Night Dice, Us. You can head <laughs> over to www.whatboardgate.com where the two-faced cockney jerk Jim Gamer has so much <laughs> awesome content. Or find some great interviews with the charity board gamer on his Twitch stream for all your altruistic soul-cleansing needs. Or find great YouTube channels to learn about. Uh, games from the Meeple Mentor or Being Friends or Meeple People Comedy or Brian's Got Game. Maybe you're looking for a new Instagram account to follow, in which case check out Date Night Dice or the McMeeples or the Midwestern Meeple or Eat Drink Game. Or me. 
or Mad Board Gamer. <laughs> you should hopefully already be oh, following sorry. the right. Mad Board Gamer. <laughs> Just kidding, sorry. Today we're going to specifically, quickly highlight Brian's Got Game. Brian is a young YouTuber who runs an exciting channel that specializes in unboxings and reviews. He's got a great presence on camera. He does reviews with his dad in a very interesting way. He does a great job explaining everything, and it's just really, really fun to watch him. Uh, he's even started incorporating, I think it's his younger brother, uh, cool. into the into the videos, and it's really cool. He's like a, he's a young young guy, and it's cool to hear the younger perspective on games. To get a refreshing take on what the younger gamer thinks about this hobby, head on over to the YouTube channel Brian's Got Game. So whatever kind of content you're looking for, the gateway will have it. If you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content, please consider heading over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more. Okay. Now that the shameless shilling is out of the way, it's time for the segment of the show that you actually care about. Any segment where Jeff talks to you. <laughs> Hear him do that right now on this episode's Instagram Inbox. And now it's time for the Instagram Inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. Well, hello. It's me, the Mad Board Gamer, and I am back with the Instagram inbox. Last week we took a break because the Instagram inbox was just us getting made fun of. Which was the highlight, I'm going to say. Which was really funny. I think the most people um, commented on that. They're like, the mean tweets are hilarious. We like it when you guys yeah. are just torn You guys are down. terrible. <laughs> yeah. <So> that's great. <laughs> Feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I put out a question on Instagram this weekend, like 24 hours ago. That's what we do. That said... <laughs> That's um, what you do. And we did this earlier where Ryan posted something. Did you originally post it on Board Game Geek or no? Yeah, was actually, I, so I found I found somebody doing this with oh, the movies movie. right. on Reddit. That's and right. I was like, you know, let's do it with board games. And I actually just read some on the okay. podcast. And yeah. then I did a geek list on Board Game Geek, which caught on fire. Blew up. Some other guy saw it and he was like, are you going to do any more of these? And I was like, no. He bought the rights from yeah, you. Yeah, and for, he did. Yeah. And he was like, can I do it? And so he put out a bunch more. And yeah. so they, anyway, so that's Yeah, it. so what it is is the, the challenge was to take a board game and change one of the letters to another letter to make a hilarious new title. So when we did it earlier, it was more of, all right. Add an S or switch out an S or yeah, something to make the game funny. This yeah. I just open it up to the entire alphabet. Yeah, which do Natalie knows do. very well. She does. She, she knows, knows all, all her letters. letters. Yep. And uh, <laughs> there's 26. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you sure? <laughs> wow. Cool. And I, I just said switch a letter in a board game to make some hilarious new title, and we got some great one. ones. So yeah, we'll I start. Can't wait. Uh, Jeremy just came up with broken all. <laughs> Instead of uh, broken all, so we got broken Brokenol. That's funny. Um, dub and dub games. Oh yeah. Turn villagers into pillagers. <laughs> because recruiting pillagers to your town makes a very different game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Zim V 2.0, Joey. Uh, the, okay, these are really funny. Um, came up with Afterbath. <laughs> Afterbath. First, we'll do shower, then. Then Afterbath. <laughs> she, she called it the story-driven adventure game about towels and bathing. <laughs> she came up with Flip Shits. <laughs> Which is just great. Gross. Which is about flinging shit. Okay. It's like, like monkeys. Yeah. Monkeys yeah. flinging poop. I, I could imagine that. You literally yeah. like, it's like flip yeah. chips. So you're just flinging right. the poop everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I'll make flip shits. Mr. Measles. Okay. Barfume. <laughs> so like barf. Is that a parfume? Yeah, instead yeah. of parfume. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have C.P. Wilson came up with a few. C.P. Okay. Wilson has uh, Wong Span. <laughs> or someone later, I, I, I might get there, but someone Tell later come up ruler. with... Uh, the McMeeples also came up with Wangspan. So either one of them. <laughs> All right, Wangspan is also is really good. Uh, the McMeeples had a couple other ones. Um, instead of Dixit, you have just Dick It. <laughs> Which might fall into the Ryan's line of Bop It. It could be yep. in the same kind of line. Dick it. Bop it. Suck it. Dick it. Dick it. Badger. 
<laughs> um, instead of Celestia, we have Molestia. <laughs> Who's that from? McMeeples again. <laughs> so this was, I think Sam from the McMeeples sat in front of his game shelf just staring at games and then changing yeah. letters. So Molestia. it was great. So he had another one. We should have come up with something. Yeah, funny. instead of just one, he had lust one. <laughs> Lusting at. You can't just lust one. Yep. Emotional Cyborg, our number two number winner. Number two! The Isle of Cans. <laughs> <laughs> So you're just cleaning it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a, the palaces of sad King Ludwig. <laughs> like, oh. He's all alone. <laughs> These are great. Uh, being friends official, too many bongs, which would be your... Uh, is that, can you have that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> McMeeples just kept throwing more and more at me. Okay. Uh, joint salad. <laughs> more from McMeeples. Delicious. Killer honeys. Instead of killer, killer bunnies. bunnies. Killer honeys. Killer honeys. Sam's personal favorite. Lube quest. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of cube quest. Yeah. Um, oh my god. Uh, Real quick, you said what? When you said um, there was a span one. What was that one? Wingspan or Wong? Wongspan or Wangspan? That reminds me of there was this joke. There was a baseball player named Denard Span, and mm-hmm. someone wrote into or like called into this radio station that I listened to, uh, ninety-seven won the ticket, and they were like, Denard Span is the space between a man's genitals. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Because they're nards. Because <laughs> they're nards. <laughs> uh, being friends official had a few more. Uh, instead of root, just came up with two. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay. Another one uh, that I think two people had this one. Yeah, bulls and boards and uh, being friends official came up with terraforming Mark. <laughs> just some guy named just some guy named Mark. <laughs> Could you imagine this game just about like this, like some dude named Mark? Like, yeah, it's great. Bulls and boards had Taint Petersburg, and also instead of instead of fort, just fart. (laughs) A game called Fart. These are so good. Bad board game covers our number one winner. Number one game of thongs. (laughs) So instead of Jim Gamer came up with a instead of Subterra. Rub Terra, the aggressive <laughs> hand job game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Moving Meeple said at one time they saw somebody misspell scythe okay. um, and spell it S C H Y T E, which shite. is basically just shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, oh, shite. so now you just, yeah, yeah. You're just shite. Um, Cindy Pastoris came up with Boob Squad instead of Bomb, <laughs> instead of bomb Squad or even Boob oh, Squad Academy. Gosh. If you have Boob Squad Academy. Really, really funny. Better half reviews. This might spark another one. Came up with underwater pities, or you could have <laughs> you could titties. you can have underwater titties oh, if you want. Um, better half you use also came up with space. Anytime you go into the pool, that's what you got. Space bass. Space <laughs> <laughs> bass. Like a Instead fish. Of space bass. <laughs> yeah, just a fish in the water. Uh, the these are all the last handful are all better half of you who just like lit up my. Yeah, Instagram. let's do it. Near and bar. Okay. Near Foam. Foam. <laughs> instead of Rome. Ring of Tokyo. <laughs> Mystic Pale. Lime Stories. Ooh. Instead of Time Stories. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, I want to hear those stories. Fix It. Fix It instead of Dixit. Yeah. Shadows Over Hamelot. <laughs> and um, a cute game that used to have bunnies in it, but is now Funny Kingdom. <laughs> Funny. So those are, wow. those are some swapping letters out. Those are good. That was amazing. I was, so if you think of any, let me know. Okay, I'll, Terraforming I'll Mark. Terraforming Mark. Drove me into a... Yeah. Yeah. I could not recover from that. That was hilarious. Yeah, well, maybe we'll for next we time. We should have. Yeah, we should have. That was so... Although we would have just gone on and on forever. That yes. was that was fantastic. That was really funny. So that those was the good. inbox. Oh, oh my gosh. 
<laughs> do you play games with just two people? Are you a couple looking for tips on how to spice up your date night? Then sit back and enjoy the soft and relaxing sounds of our dear friends Ben and Emily of Date Night Dice as they give you some tips on how to make date night happen. Hey there, I'm Ben. I'm Em. And we're from Date Night Dice. We're here to give you some easy date night tips for an at-home date night. Number one is to make the time. Choose a day for date night each week because let's be serious. Otherwise, by the time you get the kids to bed, I, I don't want to do date night. Let me just give you guys a heads up. Emily put this <laughs> list together. and I'm just trying to keep up. If I don't know about it ahead of time, I'm going to be asleep by that time. I, I agree. I agree, though. Make the time. Number yeah. one priority. I think that should be number if one. If you say Wednesday we're doing something after the kids go to bed, I will if be there. If you feel like quarantine has really stolen a date night out of your life, it yeah. doesn't have to. All you have to do <laughs> is set aside a night each week. Say a day. That is date night. On the count of three, say a day. One, two, three. Thursday. Thursday, <gasps> Thursday is oh date God, night. Oh my God, we're like one. That's because Thursday is our date night. <laughs> What's tip number two? Tip number two, according to this list I've never looked at before, but I'm looking at for the very first time right now. One person can choose the event, like the movie or the board game, or even a video game, while the, Emily, other person... Chooses the snacks. Yes, that's an excellent idea. Then you don't have to worry about everything and deciding on one perfect thing. You will have fun no matter what. If one person chooses one, one person chooses the other. What I like about a lot about that is it's very hard to come to an agreement on things. And this way, you don't have to, right? So it, let's say you have a date night every week or every other week or once a month, whatever. Uh, but you trade, right? So right now, it's my turn to pick what we'll do. And it's yep. your turn to pick what we'll eat. Goat cheese and crackers. Okay. Feast for Odin. Maybe a giant turkey leg? Like, <laughs> right. In that case. Um, but what I like about that is there's no pressure because each person will get their turn to pick. Yep. And and obviously be considerate somewhat. You're not going to pick... Emily's not going to pick a horror movie because I don't like horror movies. That's true. And I'm not going to pick... I can't think of a snack you don't like. But, you know... Mushrooms? You, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, more mushrooms for the snack. Just mushrooms. It's just mushrooms. Be considerate, but still know that if you're not in love with the situation, next week you switch it up. That's right. You get to switch. You'll have your time in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Number four is to match the drink to the theme, which I just find fun. You can do this together. So like Feast for Odin, you would pick. Mead. You could do some mead. A, 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 I if, just need a, pi a pint of some. Uh, exactly. Some, that's a beer game. Yeah. What if I picked uh, Captain Ron to watch? Captain Ron, we should be drinking rum or tequila. Or like some sort of pineapple drink, right? Like yeah, you could fruity. Get, it doesn't like, have, have to be alcoholic. It. No. It, it can be just like a... <laughs> You're straight rum, straight tequila. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun then to pick like a goofy drink that goes with the theme. With Dinosaur Island, I think we picked some weird like green concoction drink. Yeah, that was good though. But that's it. And then enjoy. Have fun with your movie, your game, your video game, and hanging out together. Okay, lay it on me. If you have to pick for the next one, what are you going to pick? What are we going to do? I really want to watch Captain Ron. Maybe like mm, something like, I don't know. What you, I, maybe like chicken skewers, like jerk chicken would be Ooh, good. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. I'll take Wouldn't that. Wouldn't that be good? Yeah. Like a pineapple salsa? Mmm. That would also be good. 
I like how this sounds. <laughs> the, I'm a big fan. Either way, this. it's going to be fun. Give it a try. Try it out. Have fun at home. You can always have date night at home if you make it a date night. Exactly. Get dressed up in your sweats. <laughs> that's a that's a number one rule is be comfortable. Do your hair in a ponytail. I'm sorry. Am I sensing some tension? <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. Anyway, that's it for this week. Thanks, guys. Have Talk fun. To you later. It's once again time, dear listeners, for your favorite game with gratuitous swearing in the title. Get ready for board game or bullshit. All right. Oh, we're doing I that one. Be... In case you did. <laughs> <laughs> I was and so let's move on to our excited top five. about this. What? I, you don't like this game? That's like my least favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like it. That makes you feel better. You kind, Jeff kind of likes it. I it's thought Natalie's was... least favorite. No, I, I, I thought we loved this game. No, I like it. I like it way more than yeah, Abby likes it, obviously. Good. No, I have fun with it. Because freaking, what was it? Uh, horse fever. It was ridiculous. You know how much time I spend on these to hear that? <laughs> Should I, I get like my it. approval first? <laughs> what would na- I thought we were going to play Mary. We were dead, oh, wet, or in bed. Well, I don't know. What, no, no, I don't, we're I playing no that. idea what she likes anymore. I have no idea. Oh. In case you don't know how board game or bullshit works, I'm going to give Jeff <laughs> and Natalie five games. Get pumped. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'll read a description of each of them. <laughs> what they have to then do is tell me if what I'm reading to them is in so fact we do have the description game, this time, or if it's bullshit right, that I made up. Most oh correct God. answers wins in the case of a tie. Why did you do this win. to him? I don't know. I'm sorry. Jeff and you Natalie, this hose. are you guys ready to play? Board I'm ready. Game I'm ready to play board yeah, game or bullshit. Here we go. <laughs> Natalie. What? This game is called Drumroll. Oh. In Drumroll, uh, each player takes over the role of a circus owner in the early 1900s. Circus owner? Each, yeah. Yeah, Drumroll. Like you're the, uh, each player like moves a- around Europe hiring performers and giving shows. Bullshit. <laughs> you didn't even finish. I, is that it? Read the rest really, of it. Are you not having fun? I think it's bullshit. I'm having fun listening to this. Is there yeah. any more? It is a board game. It's Ooh, not. That kind of sounded like sure. it's called oh, Drumroll. Drum it is roll. about Circus Each owners? player takes over the role of a circus owner in the early 1900s. Each, Each player, player moves around Europe hiring performers on giving shows. Takes the role of Nick Cannon <laughs> and travels say. around. Uh, okay. Oh, I'll need, I gotta keep is this. Why you don't like it? Yeah. Yeah. Natalie's no, zero. Like, Natalie's actual, zero. Like, Jeff. Like skill or anything. That's not true. That's not true. That I know bullshit. games. Je- also, yeah, you have to. Eat, you, so there, the, there's a chance you can. And know Ryan these drives games a Pacifica. Yeah. Come on. Remember you can Pax figure this Pacifica? Out. Yeah, but you. That ha- that I feel like Jeff uses these deductive reasoning methods to win. Come on, and, let's and see how it goes. I try that too. You know what this is like for me? The reason that is not my favorite? It's <laughs> like I'm playing involved? a social deduction game <laughs> you where I have to determine no, if you're just, bullshitting me or not, and I'm horrible at it's it. It's just deduction. You're not lying. I'm lying. Yeah. I know. That's what or I'm or, is or am I? That's, what I'm, that's my whole point. That's my whole entire point. You can't tell I have tell to figure out lying? if you're bullshitting or not, and that's I can't. That's what the fun. That's, yeah, that's, that's what's supposed fun to be it. the fun of the. I'm into it. Let's go. All right, thanks, Jeff. Jeff, <laughs> mine. Here we go, Jeff. <laughs> yep. Game number one: Trails of Tucana. Trails of Tucana is a flip and write game that is quick and easy to play, but has enough depth to entertain gamers. Each player is given a map of the island of Tucana, showing its villages and important sites. Every game will provide a unique puzzle. Is that a board game or is it bullshit? They all sound like What's bullshit. that called again? <laughs> Trails of Tucana. <laughs> Trails of Tucan. T- yes, T with an A at the end. Like Tucan with an A at the end. Trails of Tucana. Trails of Tucana. I don't mm. like that. <laughs> I don't like that toucan. Like, makes me think of like toucan Sam. Toucan Sam. Like makes me think of Tuscany. 
trails of I'm gonna go with houses to rent in Tuscany. That game is bullshit. Jeff says it's bullshit. Nelly, what do you think? I think everything's bullshit. <laughs> you do? Well, that is in fact a board game. What? Nope. Can you believe Trails of Tucana no, is a... I thought that was well, bullshit zero, because zero. Tucana sounds like a made-up island. I thought Drumroll well, was, was bullshit because island. what does Drumrolls have to do with circuses? There's well, there's drums. drums. There's drums and, and circuses. a circus? Yeah, yes. Have you never been to a circus? Um, well, I don't want to go to the circus. I don't really yeah. think yeah, I don't, circuses I don't are good. I'm with, you. I'm with you. Because they're mean, yeah, they're mean to animals. animals. But and people. No, not really. Okay, zero to zero. All right, zero to zero. Here we go. Okay, Natalie. One of us will get one, right? Carpe venum. Stop it. <laughs> That's Carpe- got to be a game at this point. You have to say this is a game. Carpe Venum. In Carpe Venum, or Seize the Wine, players are assuming the role of a sommelier oh. in France's most notorious five-star restaurant, Le Louis XV at Hotel Paris. Players work as wine stewards in this deck-building game, recommending the best wines to attract customers to their sections. Totally. When Carpe you said Venum, Venum, I thought you were just like saying like venom in a fancy way <laughs> no venom here is spelled v-i-n-u-m okay <laughs> okay fine board game do you well, need i know what Why the you hell say it like that? it's not a fine because board. i Maybe have no fucking game. idea you know how i know you have no fucking idea because it's bullshit oh <laughs> zero zero, zero. Up, girl. <laughs> man i was really <laughs> all right jeff here's number two yes. for you i'm ready, I'm ready. tiny epic western the West is growing day by day, and you're looking to stake your claim. To win, you have to gamble your relationships with the most powerful bosses in town. Hmm. Is that a board game? Now, there are a bunch of tiny epic games. Yes. So would he just go, all right, let me pick a tiny epic game that exists, but then Jeff might overthink it and be like, it's probably not one. And you also have to but then if I underthink it... <laughs> I know what he's going to say next. He's going to have to think it just the right and amount. And then if I think it the right amount, are you, he and I'm Sicilian, you, uh, yeah, and the Sicilian say, people are known for, for... If I pick the wine in front of you... And I am Irish, so <laughs> tiny... I could just imagine them making those little tiny meeples with cowboy hats on it. So I'm going to say tiny... What is it? Tiny, tiny Epic, epic Western. Western is a indeed a small box board game. Correct! Yes! See? See? I got one. See what? You never go up against you... a Sicilian when <laughs> death is on the line. <laughs> Boom. Do you have any Sicilian in your blood? Just the penis, he says. Boom. Natalie, <laughs> my first pig farm. <laughs> this isn't the game. He's just talking about his pig farm. <laughs> Hobbit Games introduces my first pig farm. Two to five players gather around the feeding trough to flick bits of wood, I'm sorry, food, into the pig pen. They're probably wood. To get the fattest pig on the farm. Watch out, though. Miss too often, and the greedy raccoons will run off with their food. Is <laughs> miss, that a board game? Miss too or often, bullshit? sounds like. Like, Miss French Toast and Miss, <laughs> miss too often. Miss too often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good Instagram name. My first pig farm. Well. Haba does have my. Never mind, you talk it out. <laughs> think of the right amount, Natalie. Yeah, the first yeah, one was the right real, amount. the second one was fake. <clears throat> or just get depressed. He's doing meta stuff here. I'm going to say. There you go. Try to get into my head. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like a good answer. Good answer. You said it's Haba? Yeah. yeah. It's a Haba game. Yeah, Haba game. <laughs> you have no idea, do you? This is why I don't like this game. <laughs> I'm literally just like a 50-50 total blind guess. Yep, which means you should have got because, the last one right. It's just because social deduction kind of stuff is like our favorite thing in the world. And so I, I apologize, Jeff. you and Jeff? Yeah, I'm yeah. pointing at me and Jeff here. I guess <laughs> listeners didn't know that. They but, might. But man, this might be the last game of bullshit. 
Oh. How about I do a board game or bullshit yeah. for you guys? Sounds okay, perfect. that sounds awesome. Yeah, that would be um, great. Yep. All right, I'm just gonna say board game. Oh, I think it's total bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah, completely and utter. Bullshit. My first pig farm. They got apple <laughs> orchard. Like who got? Who has like an apple orchard as cute as an apple? Who has their first pig farm? Who well, has my little orchard? <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah well, that's, that's why I did. So it. It's supposed to be hard. I mean, it's supposed to be like I would have just guessed bullshit. I had no real clue. I'm I just gonna guess bullshit on all. Okay, you, you might go one right. That's a strategy. Yeah. Then make all hers real. Yeah. How many are there? There's five each. And this oh, was man, three. I so you got three? two more. I yeah, that was your third one. one. Yeah. Jeff, a la carte. A la carte casts the players as semi-psychotic cooks, attempting to hone their culinary skills with a miniature pan and hot plate. Heating your hot Cute. plate in a random affair with a die could raise the heat on everyone's plate. Spicing the dish is uh, the heart of the game and done by upending small bottles filled with little colored wood pellets. When the pellets tumble out of the bottle, sometimes if they do, the number of pellets can't exceed two because overspicing the dish ruins it and you have to throw it in the trash. It's a la carte, a board game or bullshit. A la carte sounds like it. So you're dumping cubes out of a bottle? Yeah. So this game would have to come with bottles. Little miniature ones. Which means that, oh, little miniature ones. So now we're talking about tiny epic a la carte. <laughs> Maybe the box is part of the game. <laughs> so a la carte. I remember a la carte being my favorite thing about middle school lunch. Me too. Hell yeah, I get those bagels, some salt yeah. bagels. Yeah, whatever you want. You, they I have like a little sibling ranch. Yeah. Yeah, Pretzel bagel. A la carte is a board game. Correct. Boom. Correct, Mundo King Jeff Day. Yes, sir. Natalie, you got to get the next two right. All right, Natalie. I guarantee. Natalie says bullshit on the next one. So what is it? (laughs) The awful green things from outer space. This. (laughs) (laughs) I like the name of that. I do. Yes, I do. This game hits two players against each other aboard a spaceship. One plays the ship's crew trying to kill the evil and rapidly multiplying aliens controlled by his opponent. And although the crew members have several weapons available to them, they don't know what effect those weapons will have until they try using them in combat against the awful green things. Is that a board game or bullshit? So this bullshit. be an all versus one game? Bullshit. So- bullshit. Remember, remember? It's a board game. <laughs> the last one better be bullshit. <laughs> I know. All right, Jeff. It, it sounds remember? like kind of like it's an all versus one. So someone is the green things from outer space. Yeah, and, uh, I think green so. Green things. From outer space, right. what a stupid no, name! I think, it's, I think it's just two player only. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, two want... players against each other aboard oh, okay, the right. One is the crew, and the other Let's get is these games. It sounds kind of cool. Get this in Horse Fever. I ran into like I went that deep into like page twenty, which isn't that deep. Yeah, because you can't go way low. Yeah, yeah. or you get Candyland. These right. are all games that are you know they have rankings and they're yeah. you know you could have heard of they're them. They're not all games. True, <laughs> all the games that are games. Okay, yep. Jeff, number four, Sebaceous Sisters. <laughs> In this semi-morbid game, you play as a pair of small, growing, benign tumors beneath the skin, trying to stay hidden so Dr. Garsnout doesn't excise you. This cooperative game lasts for five rounds. Each round consists of two phases, the gland phase and the infected (laughs) phase. If by the infected phase you have too many pain points, Dr. Garsnout will find you and eliminate you. If you survive to the end of the fifth round, you have fully combined with your host. Is Sebaceous Sisters a game? What does Sebaceous mean? Garsnout sounds like something Ryan would make up. <laughs> what does Sebaceous mean? Sebaceous Cyst is like a, I think it's some like. Sebaceous? Yeah. How do you spell Sebaceous? Like medical... Anyway. It's, oh, it's S-E-B-A-C-E-O-U-S. And then Sisters is C-Y-S-T, like six. Oh. And then E-R-S. 
and Garsnout. Doctor Garsnout. Yeah. Do you know who Ryan's actual doctor is? <laughs> he doesn't have one. Yeah, I don't have one. You don't go to the doctor? No. Uh, well, no, I know that's not true. The doc, <laughs> my 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 doctor. I have to get a new one because my old doctor left the practice. What was his name? Her, it was her. Name. Her doctor Garsnout. No, her name was Doctor Bassnout. <laughs> um, Sebaceous means relating to oil or fat. So fat cyst, a fatty cyst, a fatty cyst, and you have to you have to be the cyst and try to attach you to are the, the host. Cyst. Attach, you're, you're attached to the host. You have to stay hidden so the doctor doesn't remove you. <laughs> I want that to be that a game, disgusting. so I'm going to say board game <laughs> because I want it to be a board yeah, game. Yeah, me too. It's bullshit. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I was like Garth. That was now. My, I was like Ryan. Would totally if I already didn't already win like this Garth game, Lyon. I think I would have said it, but I just yeah, kind of right. wanted it to be. Mathematically, it's over. Yeah. All right. Natalie says the next one's bullshit. Uh, see, you kind of you you were like, oh, Ryan, yeah, you didn't give that's that one perfect. To me. But that's perfect. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff you you need to you know. Natalie, here's your last one. This game is called My Darling Susan. Cute. In, <laughs> she's already like, yeah. <laughs> In My Darling Susan, you are trying to care for and discipline your daughter, the horrid little Susan. <laughs> <laughs> the horrid. Susan? Yeah, the horrid little is this Susan. Like horrid Henry. She throws temper tantrums, refuses to eat, and talks back. And it's your job to make her listen by utilizing a state-of-the-art hand management system where you're playing with the game. I don't know what that means, really. A solo adventure all parents should go on. My Darling Susan, is that a board game or bullshit? You are 0 for 4, I'd like you to know. Yeah, you just have a 50-50 chance. <laughs> 0 for 4. You should be 2 for 4. Remember that movie, um, The Wedding Singer? Nope. And he's like... Never heard of it. It was... Uh, yeah, I mean, we, okay, we've all we've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, what, what about the movie? Why did, Why did we not get a re- because movie Because remember reference? that song he made up about his wife and it starts off all like sweet and nice. Yeah. And then, and then she it, like yep. cheated on him or something and then he's like, and it all was bullshit. So is this bullshit? Do you want to play that song right now for this yep. game? Okay, I say bullshit. Is it bu- You're saying bullshit? Natalie's on the board. Yeah, I would say bullshit. Woo! Natalie's on the board. My darling Susan is it's just like, so it's much like crap. It's like marking C and the Scantron for every answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got Gotta 20, you have 20% of them correct. <laughs> and Jeff, who's already won mathematically, he's yeah. got three or two. Two, two to two. one, at you, least. You were, you, if you were in the, if it was close, you probably would have said bullshit. I think I would have said bullshit. Sisters. Sisters. <laughs> sisters. Sisters. But, sisters. Yeah. sisters. All right, Jeff, sisters. here is your last Never board game or bullshit. This game is called Drop Mix. All one word. Drop Mix is a dynamic and fast-paced music mixing game. Players blend popular songs from award-winning artists to create mind-blowing mixes. Get together and face off with friends to master the mix. Is Drop Mix a board game or bullshit? Is there actual music in I feel like the cover of Drop Mix would probably be like a turntable and a microphone, right? Or two turntables. Two turntables and a microphone. This sounds like... This sounds like a board game. I'm going to go with board game. Correct. Boom. Correct. Jeff is correct. (laughs) Three out of five for our mad board gamer. Oh, good job, Jeff. Let's move on to the next segment. Oh, man. Good job. Nicely done. That was deflating. You're you're way better at at, uh, figuring out out. bullshit. He's good at that. He's really good at that. I think he knew Sebastian's sisters was bullshit. (laughs) Well, Dr. Garshnout was so nice. The, uh... yeah, Dr. Garshnout. I thought that was good, but apparently Natalie knew it was me. So, you see, Garçon. that's the kind of stuff you need to do. Garshnout. Garshnout. There yeah. you go. We are now contractually obligated to take one more commercial break before we launch into our blistering three hour finale. We will be right back. <laughs> do you like board games? Do you read books? Do you like bourbon? Or do you drink beer like a dirty peasant? Well, if you like any of those things, you'll certainly like the fantasy and some flight 
podcast. Yes, fantasy and some flight. Now, that, that might sound like some sort of adult activity on an airline, but it's actually a board game podcast by two individuals named Nelson and Dalton, and they discuss current nerd pop culture, books, board games, and alike on their podcast, which you can find through the Gateway Network, thegatewaynetwork.com. Not only does Fantasy and Supplies has a podcast, it also has a blog, which you probably won't read because, like I said, you're probably a dirty peasant who drinks beer. But on their blog is the accompanying podcast for which you can choose to listen to rather than read the actual blog. And it's very interesting. And some of the points that they bring out are very nice regarding the games that they talk about on said podcast. That is Fantasy and Some Flights. Your new favorite podcast. Well, they maybe your second favorite or your third. There, there, there definitely will be in your top top five uh, of board game uh, related pod top ten board game related podcasts. Most definitely, most definitely, Fan- flights, fantasy, and some flights. Not all flights, fantasy and someflights.com not .org that .org takes you to another place different flight not your gate not not your gate it's just more poor so as I'm sure most all of you are completely and utterly exhausted at this point (laughs) we wanted to slow things down and end the show with our top five relaxing games so I think we will go um, me Natalie Jeff with this one. We'll Ooh. end with our Mad Board Gamer. All right. What do you think? You Sounds good with that? Good. I think. You've been like... You know, I approve. I, okay. Oh, okay. Oof. My goodness. Okay. For me, this number five game is... Um, I, I don't think in itself it's relaxing because it's about some morbid kind of subject matter. But it's a relaxing... I don't. You don't feel stressed out when you're playing this game. To me, you can play it in the car. You can play it with a group of people who aren't even really playing games, and it's called Dark Stories. I thought about that. That is one. my number five. That's a good one. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's just easy going. Very easy going. You just read just a story. Don't think about the morbid stories. And you can and think about easy. it throughout the. Actually, I forgot we didn't mention this, but Ben and Emily came over and we all hung out right last weekend. Was it yeah. last weekend? Yeah, last uh, weekend. Yep. And we played this. Yeah, I read a couple, yeah. and Ben never answered the one. So well, Ben's Ben's listening, should we just tell oh, yeah. him? Yeah, Ben, so, oh, well, then we're spoiling we're it for everyone. Oh, all right, yeah, so, I can't believe we didn't talk about how they came over. I know. We Ooh. just totally missed that. It was an amazing time. We had the best time again with Ben and Emily. Uh, they got to meet Jeff and Jeff's wife, Devin, and we had a blast. And as Ben said on the Date Night Dice episode, the most recent one, the kids... Got to, they, they played together so well that we were able to completely neglect them all day long. Yeah, it, we yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like four or five games. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, they're, they're so, so cool. Easygoing, I hope you know? they like me. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was like, man, I hope they like me, but I guess I'll, I'll never know. You'll never know. I'll never know for real. You'll never yeah. know for real. They've told very me cool. they haven't, but I don't believe them. Yeah, right. right I think right. they do. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're awesome. They fit right in with us. I feel like, you know, I've said this to them so many times. I wish they lived closer so we could yeah. hang out more often because they're, really they're cool. so they're just super fun, relaxed, easygoing, awesome people to hang out with. So we really like them. And yeah, it was the best time. It was the best time. Yeah, ever. we had a great day. We had a really day. good time. Yes. Um, but so we gave Ben a dark story to do. 
and throughout the night he would like kind of ask questions but he never actually got it for everybody out there you can you can you can answer if you want the dark story is a man lived alone in a solitary dwelling one morning after listening to the radio he threw himself into the sea and died dun, dun, dun. and you have to figure out what happened that's what dark stories is and then you would ask me yes or no questions to get to the answer and to figure it out and it's just really fun and relaxing. It's a super mm-hmm. chill game. So, Natalie, what is your number five? Uh, my number five is the two-player game called Patchwork. Good answer. Yeah, good answer. Good, good answer. answer. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think this game, it's a two-player game. It is. It's like, <laughs> it's not over, it's like not too stressful. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like a kind of a shorter, lighter, easy game where you can like, let's just pull this out and play it and nobody gets... It's not too thinky. It's not too stressful. It's just like a fun, light, relaxing game. Absolutely. Check out Patchwork by Baby Yui. <laughs> All right, Jeff. What about you, man? Number five. My number five is a game we talked about this episode, oh. and it is Tang Garden. Tang, Tang. Garden. I thought we might see this appear. Five. It was such a relaxing game. Really? And I think you're going to see a like trend it. on mine that I feel like relaxing goes with a theme throughout yeah. these yeah. five. I, I know. So, I think I know three Oh, I forgot the preamble. Should I preamble? Yeah, yeah. what was your preamble? Oh, yeah, gosh. yeah. Holy cow. Let's, let's back talk it up. About, let's talk about relaxing, guys. And I thought about lots of games that I love that create intense moments and just like the tenseness of, oh my gosh, what's my next action going to be? I need to get these resources to do something. And I love those games. Yes. Agreed. But you can only play that so many times. And if you play them back to back to back to back, it can like just crush your brain as Ryan's reaching for another chip. And who's going to do it? Let's, let's, let's take a pause see and see if Ryan. This is. That was me. But anyway, so there are games like that. Oh my God. Right at the same time, a, a bleep, a bling. So there are like games like, you know, you play like on Mars, you play underwater cities, and that is like a heavy game. But man, do I love thinking like that. Yeah. But sometimes you just need a game where let the game kind of take you. You know, you just yeah. I'm just going to go with the game and Tang Garden is one of those games that has some dynamic of, of a little bit of thinking but is really just let me look at what I can do in the moment. It's just me a relaxing game and also you can play some like nice like meditation music in the background yeah. and that just fits in. So Tang Garden is number 5. That's awesome. I, have, I, I can't wait to play it cuz yeah, yeah. I too. I love relaxing I think style that games. for the rest of this top 5 we should talk in like like we're one of those like meditation videos yes. you know like we're horribly depressed because the love of your life just said she hated the game that you made for everybody i'm, I'm down so my number four no not like that have you ever listened to a meditation like podcast <laughs> or video? Over the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so number four. Oh, let this game wash over your yeah, soul that's exactly. right at first i thought so number like four was kind of like an i thought you were like sexy voice in it oh that'd be there's a like, fine line between well Relaxing voice. Here we go with number four. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to have this game with no clothes on? That sounds like the unboxed, late night ho- like radio game. host, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finally, like yeah. two in the morning. Put your dick in this box. <laughs> Actually, I'm just kidding. Number four here of mine does not have a box. It doesn't have cards. It doesn't have a board. It doesn't have... It, hey, it's I was a, real about the talking. It's a... Bo- oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Let number four <laughs> cleanse the palate of your life. I'm not going to, no. You know, I'm not catering to this nonsense. <laughs> My number four is Journal 29. Okay. Journal 29 is such a That's great a game one. to just kind of sit on the couch or sit in the bed 
with the person who you thought loved you and doing oh these puzzles <laughs> and doing these great puzzles to try to figure them out. And it's it's incredibly relaxing. The puzzles themselves can be infuriating. But <laughs> but doing this is, you know, is just a like, what do you want to do? I don't really feel like getting the game out tonight. So let me just sit on I just want to sit on the couch and, and let's open up Journal 29 and figure and figure that out. You know, Sam can attest to this because I sent her codex, which is just <laughs> like that. And uh, so she knows. Sam, how I'll awesome send it to you. I got your bag. We'll get it. This to week, you. Sam. This just week. Gonna st- yeah, we're going to do it this week for sure. 100%. <laughs> definitely. All right, Natalie, what's your number four? My number four is a game called Number Nine. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, I mean, I kind of picked games too. I mean, there's a lot of games that I are like. Games too. That are like. <laughs> there are a lot fire. of games that. I mean, most games are stressful, even the ones that are like really fun. It's because there's like a level of like stress and tenseness. Yeah. And so yeah. I tried to pick games that were um, not really that tense. Yep. You know? Sure. Um, so yeah, I, number nine is I thought number tense. nine was just kind of a, yeah, it's just like, here's a number. Oh, you pull this number? Where oh, should I put it? How oh, about right here? Nice little number oh, there. Oh, look at my cute oh, little thing that I made. Oh, nice. Oh, heck. <laughs> oh, what'd you get there? An there eight? Go. Yes. Oh, they ate. Well, I could put the eight right here. <laughs> Oh, oh no! Oh, oh no! I, need, I didn't want the zero there. Oh, geez! Yes. No, not that one. Oh, golly. It takes like you know ten minutes, and you can just play it over and over until you're nice and relaxed and ready to go to bed. Oh, okay. I'm not relaxing. More Fargo's on tonight. The new season. <gasps> There's anyway. a new season. Yeah, it's like starting like now. I didn't now. know that. Oh my gosh! So it might be on over. like right now. Yeah, Wait, we gotta wow. shut it down. Wait, how do you watch? We're it? getting that on TV. Sorry, sorry. It's on you FX. You close your eyes and yeah. you just wish it. It's oh, on FX, so I think we're going to record it on FX, but it'll probably pop up on Hulu, I think. Yeah, it will. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So oh, heck yeah. my, no, sorry, my number four, <laughs> number four, as it washes over you, is a game about birds called Wingspan. Mm. Wait, wang, you mean Wingspan? Wongspan. So Wingspan, again, easy, and I think measure. part of that easygoingness is reading facts about birds that yeah. you either really care about or yeah. pretend to care about in the moment because it's funny and you yep. like want to know what the yeah. North American pelican eats for lunch. <laughs> it like bird, and it's, it's like just bird like, watching. It's like a relaxing yeah. So it is a relaxing thing. So, Nine. Yeah. yeah. And again, not, not a heavy game, so Wingspan's my Great number Great game. That showed up as my number yeah. seven. Ooh, okay. Oh, number three for me is a card game called Lost Cities. Another two-player, very in the same kind of vein as uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have said vein. vein. <laughs> shouldn't have said vein, but in the I'm sorry, in, in the same like bulbous, throbbing, meaty. <laughs> oh my god! Why are you not allowed to say vein anymore? <laughs> I don't, he I can say think... vein. He just, <laughs> just, you can say it. It just followed Wong and Wang. Wong, Wang, and Vein in the same Wong. Okay. This is in the same in wang the same, as some other games. Like fleshy kind of. Yeah. yeah. In the same erect. In the same ticket. <laughs> you know. Oh man. Oh my gosh. So in the same like pubescent way <laughs> that like patchwork is, Lost Cities gives me a feeling like this where if you're um playing a game, you know, with your significant other, this is a great one to to play like late at night if you like got nothing left in the tank because it's just so simple. Yeah, you're just picking a card and playing the color down to its own thingle thingle. You know, you're just kind of like bangle-bangle. yeah, you're just blingle blangling and fingle fangling. <laughs> and if Sorry, you want, you could mingle mangle. Oh. It's up to oh, you. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you guys have going on. Yeah. but if you want to jingle jangle, it's you up need to some you. Pringle Prangles. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Natalie, what's your number three? <laughs> Getting out of hand. I know. <sighs> <laughs> What's your dingle dangle? My number dingle dangle is um, a little tiny game that comes in a little tiny box that you can just like sit at a table or sit on the couch or whatever. Wait, you can play this at a table? It sounds cute. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Can't normally do that. Um, it's called Crisscross. 
applesauce. All right, you like that oh. game a lot. I feel like that's a game that it's just like so easy going. Yeah, it's a little roll and write. Yeah, it's a little tiny roll and write, and you can just like play by the it, good doctor, right? Play it by the fire after you read a long <laughs> wow. book. I don't know. <laughs> after the book, let's read it by the fire. After the the so you got to read. It. So the prerequisites <laughs> to play this game, you have to read a long book yeah. or the directions. Yeah, <laughs> you just finish a good book, and you're like, man, I wish that book wasn't over. What? There's a Let crackling fire Chris next to me. Let's just pull out this pad of paper and play some crisscross. How often does that ever? <laughs> that situation does never. You guys have a fireplace. I'm just trying to give you guys like tips on it's how to relax. Yeah, it's behind the couch. <laughs> Yeah, bring out this flammable paper. Oh my gosh, Jeff, save us. Save us, it, save so us here. What is your number three? <laughs> number three is a game called Kanagawa. What awesome. Now? Kanagawa. Kanagawa is Never by Bruno Cathala Kanagawa. Kanagawa is you are. Yeah. Nope. No, it's a game. game about <laughs> painting. painting nature. Ooh. And you are taking these cards and you're you're kind of, it's not really drafting, it's more whatever. But you're taking these cards, you're adding them, adding them to this wonderful panoramic painting that you're doing of nature i like nature and it's it's a calming like game you even have like, like the you board don't. is not really a board it's almost like this uh i should have thought about like what to pamphlet? say before this no it's like <laughs> okay do you know the little things they <laughs> roll up like uh they roll sushi in yeah okay it's oh, kind of yeah. like that like it's a sushi like the board. board like a bamboo yeah it's like kind of like bamboo things oh, yeah. that roll so the board rolls up into like like a placement Jesus. like a, like a miniature person like a miniature person was making a raft yeah, that's what they would use, and that's where the cards lay on. <laughs> miniature person. Yeah, because well, so, you like take trees and put them together as a ra- like a real size raft. But if you're miniature, you'd use one yeah. of these things. I'm a, let's move on. Okay, Kinda number two What's for your number me <laughs> um, is uh, also a game about birds, but this one was also talked about earlier in the episode, and it's called Saikatsu. Ooh. Jeff and I found Saikatsu. Natalie is angrily clicking her pen, <laughs> which might be the. Uh, Gosh, that is the most first world thing I've ever heard in my life to be angry with someone clicking my pen in an angry fashion. Click, click. And I, when I hear that, I know I'm sleeping on the couch tonight no. because I said Saikatsu. Yeah, that works. You've never slept on the couch because I forced you to. That's true. So Saikatsu <laughs> is my number two. And this is a game about birds where you're just, it's it's beautiful. It's very serene. And you're just putting these little Bakelite discs out onto the board to score points. And it's, I don't know how you could have a stressful time playing this one. Right? Agreed. It's just super, super. That is hundred percent on my list, and I'll, I'll I'm gonna sub something in. See, yeah. just so people see, hear more so games. Jeff's listening. You didn't but angrily man, click a Saikatsu, I totally agree with. Well, Great game. Yeah, here's why. We love that one because my number two was Dark Stories, and then I crossed it off and put Saikatsu. <laughs> <laughs> so now, what's your new number two? Yeah, oh, wait, new number are we on two, two or three? Where are we on? Okay. Also, oh, both of those are your number two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jeff. What is number two? <laughs> yeah, are we still on two? <laughs> yeah. Is that we're at? All right. So yeah. what I sub out? Jeff, what happened to your hair? I don't know. I took my, <laughs> He's I took the my mad board off. gamer. So they talked about it. I think also on Date Night Days, they called him the zany board gamer. Oh. Does that yeah. mean they hate me? What's that? Does that mean they hate me? I, I think they were talking about you. I, I think that was a they good said thing. You, they thought you'd be angry, but it's more like you're just mad about board games. Yeah. <laughs> they said you were bonkers yeah, for board games. Yeah, they're just so cool. Yeah, they're cool people. So I hope they like me. What are, what are we doing? Number two? Number two. Number two. So I subbed something out. I am going to sub in... A game called Takenoko. Takenoko. Okay, and, I thought this was going to be on your list. Yeah, and Takenoko is a very, again, super lightweight, easy game. You get to move a cool panda and a farmer nice, around, like build yep. these bamboo things. Just a nice looking, relaxing game. Takenoko. Did you ever play Bob Ross? Or no. Because no. it does that say would be art, art of chill. chill. I'm sure chill. that That's is relaxing. The whole Somebody's game list. is meant to be chill. There's yeah. also another game by Antoine Bauza. Um, I don't know have, if we have you played it. I I have not played it. Um, it's called maybe I've played it. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Good one. That's all one joke. Maybe I played it. Just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I haven't played games he hasn't played. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you have. 
Oh my gosh, I can't remember what the heck the name of it. It's a Japanese road, and you're just Tokyo uh, Highway. Oh, and you're Takedo. 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 Yeah, I've played Takedo. You have played that. I've also that's played also it on my phone, game. which is a very that's relaxing the game. game. You said. Takanoko. So Takanoko oh, is Takenoko tiles Panda and panda. One. Takedo is the. And then there's Takenu. Yeah, but. The, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> all right number one for me is it's a kid's game okay admittedly but I'll, i will say it's actually really fun if the kids are into it and man is it relaxing oh my first pig and pen is that what my, it is my yes my first pig, pig farm pen. pig farm okay <laughs> yeah you're farm. flicking little bits of wood but yeah. careful because the raccoons careful. are gonna steal the they're food. gonna get you <laughs> this is called you. rory's story cubes Oh, yeah. And this is awesome. I saw a picture of somebody do this, and I think I want to do it, That where they just have the dice out in a bowl all oh, the time. Yeah, and so cool. anytime we could just kind of like take them and just munch on them. <laughs> yeah. And Like um, Jen eats Everdell pieces. Like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But no, in this game, you just roll some dice, and then you take one, and you start a story with it. And then the next mm -hmm. person in turn order takes another die, and they have symbols on them. And then you just tell a story with that, and you continue the story. And it is one of the most relaxing Awesome. It, it can lead to some really awesome stories. Yeah. I have an idea for you guys. Yeah. What if you get another whiteboard? Okay. You put the bowl of dice in front of it. Yep. And randomly throughout the week, when you get a free break, you go over there, you roll the die, and then you start writing the story. And then we just yeah. and then Natalie continue then will continue it. it and oh, then yeah. continue that is a fantastic cool. idea. That'd be cool. Yes. Or we'll I wonder if you that. did something like we could probably do something like that on Instagram. Yeah. Like oh, put yeah. together That's some Rory story. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the symbol. Yeah. Lexi so how about someone else does that and send it to me? <laughs> yeah. My favorite part about this game is when it's Lexi's turn and she picks her dice and she goes, and then. Yeah. It is <laughs> Lexi really, is she gets one of the really most creative kids I've ever met. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. she gets really into it. <laughs> it's so funny. So that's my number one, Rory's Story Cubes. Natalie, what about you? Uh, my number one. So you know how people find um, Probably. those coloring books relaxing? Yes. Heck yeah. I combined yep. a game with a coloring book and it's called Second Chance. Ooh. Yeah, that and was And so you I pick a little one. card and you just pick a color, color it in, and it's kind of mixes a relaxing board game with a relaxing other activity and wha-bam. That's the way go. to play it too. We play it, we just bring out all the colored we pencils. We try to make it pretty. And we play yeah. it that way and that's that's a really fun way to play it. Good yep. pick, Natalie. Thanks. Good choice. Jeff, what about you, man? What is your number one? I did just realize that we game. can also not only have Wang spam, but we can change Tang Garden to Wang Garden. Wang Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Those decorations would be very different. I don't I think, want to visit Wang the Wang Garden. Wang Garden is that like a bush? I don't want. <laughs> Good night. Oh, and Good night, everybody. My number, number one. Bye. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> My number one is a game that plays very similar to Takedo, okay. not Takanoko. Yep. Okay. Is a game one. called Parks. Yeah, that's okay. Oh. If I had to guess that what was going to be on your list, Parks was the first game that I. Yeah, that Parks I knew was is be on. yeah played like Takedo, where you're moving along this path, and just the art is amazing. You get these little like camper meeples, and it's it's a great easygoing game. You Again, can just great tell, you for look at that game online. You know that that yes. game is yeah. going to be like a nice, relaxing game. Yep, a walk through the park. Lots of waterfalls in that game. So eh? if looking for an easy, nice night. Yeah, grab any of those fifteen. Any games of those we fifteen games, or maybe thirteen. Or we had some crossover. Yep. Yeah. yeah, any of those games 14. are really good. I, I also had uh, Shobu that I almost, I almost, I almost put, put on there. Shobu too. Shobu is a really good two-player game. A lot of the, these relaxing games tend to be good with two. Yeah, mm. I found. You know, I mean. Notwithstanding Takenoko. Well, usually when you're like sure. relaxing, you're not like with a Wingspan. group of people, you know. Right. Exactly. Do you guys got any honorable mentions? Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you got to at least Man. pretend that we didn't just I'm say just this a minute ago. <laughs> um, I had Azul. I also had um, Shobu. Shobu was like almost like a little too like thinky. That's what kind of why I didn't put it on there. Okay. But yeah. It's almost like the components are relaxing. The components are relaxing. Yeah. yeah that, like that was what I first thought of. Yeah. Rocks. Mm -hmm. rope, it reminds me of like the little like, little like, 
uh, Zen gardens that yeah, people have. Absolutely, the Wang gardens. <laughs> uh, I would put silver and gold. Silver and gold. And I want to play that again. Nova That's Luna. Good. Yeah, I had Nova Luna on mine too. Cool. Jeff, what about you? I had uh, Happy Salmon, Strike. No, I'm just kidding. That's I know. I was, like, was like going to say that. That's so funny. I was going to be like, number one, Happy Salmon. Yeah. The most relaxing game ever. Yeah. Most you can tell by the bruises on my game. arms. Yeah. Um, yeah, the ring imprints yeah. on my arms. Yeah. The only one I really had outside of Seikatsu, which got said, uh, was Photosynthesis, which yep. kind of rounds out my yeah. entire yep. uh, like nature-themed yeah. relax. Every one of my games was like nature outside Yeah. Yeah. looking birds and yeah. you know birds and a lot shit. of birds and again birds i think that's that's, that's the theme is there's not like a lot of these these nature games that are like holy crap this is the most yeah heavy game i've ever right. played usually if that's the theme it's not like a hard even mariposas game. i thought yeah. about um but yeah, i like these games relaxing. a lot more but that's sure. a relaxing yeah. agreed other than when ryan played he was i wasn't angry. relaxed yeah, i wasn't not relaxed nope. sorry about that okay so that is gonna do it for us tonight everybody if you'd like to get a hold of us you can find us on instagram at gamecasters or at madboardgamer both of those accounts service the podcast we also have a facebook group just search gamecasters and you'll find us there you can also email us at the gamecasters podcast at gmail.com we also have an incredibly barren board game geek guild so if you'd like to head on over there we are guild three six seven eight uh we had a couple a little bit of activity Ooh. On the guild in the last couple weeks. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. That really helps grow the show. All music for this and every episode was produced by Jeremy Pete. If you enjoyed it and want some of your own for your next project, please email us to discuss. So, for Natalie and Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I am Ryan, and you have been listening to The Gamecasters. Good night, everybody. There's no giveaway this time. <laughs> Sorry. Stop listening now. Yeah, <laughs> turn it off. After <laughs> you listen to the music, just because you never know. That scale is Emma Watson. She's just super hot. Well, yeah. Oh, so 10 is, out of 10. Is, out of 10 is, is Emma Watson hot. a 10 or is Emma Watson a 12? Emma Watson's a 10. The game is ranked. Oh, 12 so this game is hotter than Emma Watson. Hotter than Emma Watson. Wow, it is. Watch out, Hermione. Wow. That's Emma Watson, right? Yeah, yeah, Hermione. Emma Watson. Hermione, yeah, she's Hermione. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Emma, your first erection. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Hermione, your first Sorry, erection. Your first erection. Or there's that, um, that guy that was watching Game of Thrones out of order. Oh, yeah, he would call. Um, Miss Ande, who was also super freaking hot. Yeah. He would call her biracial Emma Watson. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she's super hot. All right, here we go.